downtown LA. It's the Little Jolly Gamer Show. Boom shakalaka. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the special end of the year episode. Hopefully, I can get this edited and put out by the end of the year. Yay! This is episode 102 of the Little Jolly Gamer Show. I'm Brandon. And I'm Jacob. And I'm Steve. And we're going to do our our, uh, our annual gift exchange and game of the year episode, which it's uh, it's it's what has become a tradition on the show as we do our gift exchange and our game of the year episode in the same thing. And I've actually made it this time. And we used to do it on video. <laughs> and that's right. That's right. I forgot about Wait, that. you broke the tradition, Steve. You're not supposed to be <laughs> here. Put floating head in Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't audio do, we don't do the video form anymore, but uh, we could have done the World of Warcraft joke again, but... More about World of Warcraft later, alright? Anyway, uh, what has been a challenging and rough year for everyone, Sure. Um, we've all had a lot of events going on, uh, me personally a lot, there's a reason we haven't posted a lot on this show, uh, because I've been really busy this year, but hopefully that'll be changing soon, as kind of, I, I don't do New Year's resolutions everybody, but you know, I guess my New Year's resolution would be to make more stuff. Yeah. Be more proud of what I do. Same. Sure. Um, and, and be more productive in general, just with things I want to do versus things I need to do. Correct. Um, but with that being said, um, sit back, relax, and listen to us uh, jaw on about uh, our favorite games of this year. We're going to do, like we always do, top five. We're going to count them down. We're going to do... Um, five, five, four, three, two, and then... And then we'll all do our one ones, after. And then go back to um, six and ten movies. We'll kind of just talk about talk the games about as we go, um, and then we'll give our full top ten if you got it um, at the end as well. But let's start off with our gift exchange. Yes. how we do it normally. Steve, this is for you. Jacob, that's for you. Um, I think, or do, we, do we do like we normally do, just everybody open their own? Yeah, sure. Steve, why don't you go first? Well, you want me to go first? Yeah, I, don't, okay. I think Jacob went first last year. So I, I guess Because you probably weren't here. <laughs> Open. Okay. Yeah, whatever, whatever order you feel like. And as always, I'll explain to you and our listeners why I got you what, what I you got, got you. And also, um, uh, um, oh, I know what you got. Just, okay. just a heads up. Uh, I had to do everything over the internet this year due to a global pandemic and uh, just the 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 status of not having any time on my hands. Uh, so I hope you all enjoy what I got. All you. right, let's do it. Make it nice and Aggress- audible. Aggressive. Nice and audible for the. Um, for the, oh, <laughs> I was talking about getting this, too. <laughs> oh, man. Got to add it to my flag collection in the room. What do you got, Steve? It is the Horde Banner. Oh, that's actually really cool. It's, <laughs> it's pretty. It's, I didn't realize it was that big. I'm sorry. That's, that's no, a, it's perfect, dude. Look at that. It's designed to be hung like, so it's, it's vertical. Dang, it's almost the size of a door. <laughs> I know, dude. It's, I didn't realize it was that big, Steve. But, hey, for the Horde, am I you right? Could do, you, could do the, you could do the dog thing where you just disappear behind the doorway. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was I was honestly looking for one that was like shredded up at the bottom, so it looked like an actual horde banner. But it's pretty good. That's yeah, awesome, dude. Man. Look how cool it is. So That's my awesome. my explanation is that I was over at your house the other day and I was looking at all your cool stuff in your office. And I was like, Steve, you don't have a horde banner in here. Why don't you have a <laughs> uh, a World of Warcraft horde banner hanging and from your wall? That's what we were talking about. And I was like, man, I need to get one. So I have, I have an LSU one. I have Game of Thrones stuff. Um, I have two LSU ones. Um, and I have some Game of Thrones banners too, but I did not have a horde banner. I needed a horde banner. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. I appreciate it. You're that. welcome, man. Let me know when you get it hung up. Okay, I will. I'll probably go home today. Okay. Um, am I going again? Or okay. uh, was this for me? You got like trash or something? Uh, I'll put it over here. Mine's pretty simple, Steve. So, 
there was thought into oh, it. Oh, <laughs> hey! <laughs> but it's uh, 60 days prepaid for World of Warcraft. Thank you, Jacob. Fueling the old fire. That's why I asked Fueling the other day. Why, I was like, hey, you enjoying Shadow Lands? Oh, I, oh, I love it. I was like, okay, okay good. <laughs> uh, maybe you can tell us about uh, that later, Steve. Yes. Maybe, maybe. Awesome. Thanks, Jacob. I appreciate that. Yeah, man. Two World of Warcraft Christmas presents. I like that. Yeah, That's awesome. Dude. I've been, I've been, I've been feeling the wow. I've been feeling the World of Warcraft vibes this year. Steve, yeah, Steve got that, me. That was uh, surprising. He got me some, uh, some time for my birthday, which is probably running out shortly. But I've been enjoying my time in Azeroth, honestly. Good. So, uh, running out those, uh, those allied races. Hey, that's been, that's been tough. You got. It's taken me almost. You got most tired. of them, huh? I uh, got all of them except for the Nightborn. Yeah, they can. And the. Uh, I didn't get the Zandalaris. I'm, I'm like, I'm a stone's throw from that. Yeah. But I didn't get the Mechanomes either, which I'm not really interested. in. Yeah. So they look like abominations. So I don't like them. <laughs> theirs is pretty simple. All you have to do is just do the mech, the Mechagon storyline. Yeah, they, they look like... I don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like them. They make a like cool them. hunter, I will say that. Yeah, they, they got robots. Because they got like... Get them, get them like the little goggles. The, the, gog- the goggles? Them goggles that, that got like the uh, crosshairs on them, man. That, oh, like, they make a pretty cool, pretty cool hunter. Would you like to go, yeah. Jacob? Or you want me to go? Go ahead, go, oh, Jacob. Okay. okay, once again, uh, uh, you, you can do that one first. Or is, or is that the same thing? Okay, oh, do I have? Oh no, I got. This is from you, Steve? Yeah, that's from oh, okay. me. Okay, so I have that's from me. Yeah, okay. Okay. yeah, it's different. God, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are tiny. <laughs> They're tiny. That's the tiniest, cutest little card. Yeah. Their, play, uh, their PlayStation Store uh, credit, which is awesome because they are oh, Black Friday deals, and I really want to test Bingo. some games yeah. on my new PlayStation. That's, and that's what I figured. I and, you you. See, <laughs> and you see, so so you know, full disclosure, you know, me and Julia are doing <laughs> so couples. Tiny. We're doing couples gifts too, so so that's not the only thing. But uh, but I wanted, but obviously you know, like uh, like what am I gonna do? Give you here's you and Lou's present that's not video game related on a podcast. Yeah. But but, yeah. <clears throat> but we are getting our friends individual gifts too, and I just figured you. you got the new PlayStation. Figured I get. Yeah, you that was actually Black Friday sale, smart. man. Yeah. They're out there. Get them things up. I've been holding off because I figured I'm gonna probably get like cash or money for Christmas. So. I have, I, I have an explanation on this one as well. I it think feels it's... like a toy or a collectible. I don't know about that. No, am I way off? I don't know. Oh, it's soft. <laughs> I don't know. What? Yeah. <laughs> hey! So, yeah. when I saw this, I was like, oh, I think what I already it? have Star Fox. And it's Falco! Falco! That's the reason I, b- I bought it. I prefer the air. I knew you had the other one, so apparently I didn't That's know That's why I bought it. They make... <laughs> <laughs> Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises uh, <laughs> reference. Uh, For there's, those you don't know, there's apparently they got they got one of each mm-hmm, member of the Star Fox team. Mm-hmm. And I saw it, I was like, hmm. I was like, I don't know what to get you. And of course, I know Star Fox is your favorite thing ever. Mm-hmm. And I was like. How fitting would it be for me to give you Falco? Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Brandon, I, I got Falco. I got Falco because uh, I knew you had the fox already. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, that's what, like, well, so if, for the listeners, like the very tip of the, the package has got the generic uh, Star Fox from '64 version on the package. I was like, oh, I kind of have this one, and then I opened it up. I was like, ah, I don't have this one. <laughs> so he can go, dude. And I'm just, yeah, I was looking at it. I was that's like, really cool. I had to keep myself from opening it up and playing with it because I was like, man, I wanted this so bad. <laughs> they're, they're for a, they're for a little bitty. Small figure, they're really like, like a little, mold little them and like them four and inch type figure. Yeah. I guess. man, yeah, they're really good. They, they have a slippy. Surprisingly, they're not that. I, cool I've thing. actually never seen him. Me I've neither. Seen slippy and Peppy. Uh, exactly. uh, me too. It I must be hard target. to find. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, you I saw, saw Falco. Target. Yeah, I saw Falco. I was like, I gotta get you Falco. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, yeah. Um, awesome. Oh, oh, I need to go. I think it was. Sound like football. This is for me. Sorry. 
Hold on, hold on, put it on. Uh, so, so, um, I figured I'd get you that. You could either, you could either get you some more. Some more time, or you can get Shadowlands. I feel that goes towards Shadowlands. Ooh, so a, he's like, that's a tough decision. Come, come play with me, Brandon. Ooh, that's tough because I have, <laughs> I still have so much catching up to do. No, this is incredible, by the way. Yeah, I have so much, and I have so much catching up to do with World of Warcraft, and I haven't caught up yet. But I also want Shadowlands as well. Shadowlands is really fun, man. Oh, no, man, I don't know. I don't know what to do. This is a, this is a tough gift, Steve. <laughs> this is, it's, it's a great gift, but it's, it's tough. But I see. It's funny. It's a, there's a funny story behind that too, because as soon as you texted me and you're like, "Hey, you still play? You, you enjoying Shadowlands?" I was like, "Is there a thing about getting Shadowlands?" Because I'd already gotten <laughs> PlayStation Five. I was like, "Oh no." Oh no. No, no, no. It's fine. <laughs> I should have got Jacob the same thing. Why didn't I get Jacob the same thing? Oh. But but also like you know I know you were getting a little frustrated with it so I didn't know if I, I didn't want to like it's the box you Nightborn, into it. man the Nightborn I just made me yeah, fall off. I know. It's hey, so, hey hey, it's, it's, screw it's, those Nightborn. I don't know why it's so difficult <sighs> to get them, dude. It's bad. Like I, as someone who's done almost all the Allied race acquisitions, and that's the first one I picked uh, up. Other than that one, no, oh you made a mistake. Mm. You should not do that one until you absolutely last. Suramar sucks, and not just like I know yeah, you're, yeah. I know you're older at level forty five and that sucked. But even when you're level 15, you can one-shot everything. It's just the amount of stuff you have to do. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, Jacob, it's, this is from you. This is, this is very yeah, large. I didn't really wrap much. it. So, look, let me, let me explain something. I, I'm i just going to spoil it right before you open it. I got you a Revali Amiibo. Not, it's it's at the house, but it's over limit. So I went over because I saw this. Go ahead. And I had to get oh, it. Oh, wait a minute. I know what this is. I think I know what this is. Okay. Is this what I think it is? Okay. I think I know what it is. Maybe. I think I, I know what you want. I think I know what this is. Wait a minute. I think I know what this is. This Did you give me this? this? <laughs> Did you give me this? Open it! Open it! Did you give me this? I... I can do it! I can do it! <laughs> Holy moly, dude. I know I you don't it. care for Pop Funkos, but I saw I that don't. behind Jamin at GameStop. I, I was like, oh. I don't, but Haley was asking me, she's like, what should I get you for your birthday? And this was one of those things uh, I put on my list. I was like, everyone knows I, I don't have this weird obsession with Sweet Tooth from yeah. Twisted Metal. I was literally just playing Twisted Metal music before the show, and that was there's, a, there's a Sweet Tooth thing right there. That was his last one. Oh, dude. Get around, kitties. <laughs> How sweet I can be! You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. The, the, oh, dude, I'm about to put that... Thank you, Jacob. You're Holy moly, man. man. That's great. Dude, uh, no, for real, I put this on my birthday list because Haley was like, what do you want for your birthday? I was like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, I knew that Sony had just uh, done a partnership with Pop. There's a bunch of other ones, but this is the coolest one that they did. Yeah. And of course, so when are they going to make another one? Another twist of metal? They probably never will. <sighs> <laughs> probably because I want it. Holy moly, I'm going to crack that open. Can I just open that right now? Yeah. Anyway. So anyways, you have Revali at home, but I was like, I can't get you more than what I got Steve, so I have to go find Steve and something else. No, yes I do. Don't worry about that. That's that's later. Maybe I'll say that for your bird for your birthday. Birthday. Which I love Revali, by the way, because he's basically just Falco in Zelda form. Yeah. Oh, dude. Very cool. Anyway, I'm going to open this up. Thanks, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Yeah. Whatever it is you celebrate. Kwanzaa holidays. Thanks for listening to the show. Kwanzaa uh, now I guess we'll move on to our. Well, I'm opening up this present because I'm so excited. I'm being That's alright. I open mine. I, I'm being selfish. That 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 Lord banner is pretty. Oh, I know, dude. Like I can't wait to put that up. Dude, that's. I love sweet tooth. I don't know why. I have another sweet tooth figure around here somewhere. I don't know why. Uh, well, I have a, the actual. Oh yeah, he's the clown. Yeah, dude. Thing. This is legit. 
I love the uh, explanations on here too. It's like continue your epic adventure in Azeroth for sixty days with this prepaid subscription card. Well, so Game so so GameStop is weird. So I, I got that from Best Buy. Mm-hmm. Um, GameStop doesn't. So I, I got the little plastic and I hand it to the guy. Look at and goes plastic chin guard they put on. That's <laughs> just so in case they just in case he checks himself. Yeah. Um, and they're like, he goes, yeah, I'm just gonna have to give you a receipt. Uh, I have to, and I was like, oh, okay, well, I'll keep the plastic. That way I can give it for a present. He's like, I can't give you the plastic. I have to keep these back. He's like a stack them on the That's wall. Weird. I'm like, all right. And then fortunately, he, I was about to say, no, thank you. Uh, as for, fortunately, he's like, oh, I don't have any of these in my system. I was like, okay, cool. Bye. <laughs> so I came to the realization just So I got now. that from Best Buy. Anyways. So this is from Twisted Metal 2013. That's weird because I got y'all from Twisted Metal. And this is... Um, oh, this is one of all. This is from Twisted Metal Black. Demo. So these are two separate suites. I have, I have both models of the sweet tooth truck. Now. Jacob, you went you went to the mall. To the mall. To, to the, the mall. mall. So, uh, as we do every year, let's as, as, as you do. Let's jump into our games of the year. Like I said, we're going to do five through two mm-hmm. individually, and then uh, we can kind of talk about the games. I'm sure we got some in common. Um, yes. uh, and then we'll all reveal our number one, and then we'll do our full ten. In the end, does anybody want to go first? I forgot my water. I'm probably gonna go sneak off and get some water. Does anyone want to go first? I kind of want to go last. You want to go last, yeah. Steve? You want to go first? I think sure. I think you went first, first last year, right? I go first. I think you went first last year because Steve brought Maybe. one here. <laughs> I no, I, I was here for the game of the year. We we I think this is the first time we did game of the year and the gift exchange. Okay, r- real quick, talk amongst yourself. I'm gonna get some water. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um. So I've gone back and forth with it. Uh, it was pretty difficult for me to actually decide which one I wanted to go with um, because there's so many. There's so many really good ones, you know. Yeah. Uh, Twenty twenty was good. There was a lot of good games this year that dropped. There a- was. And I figured, I, you know, part of the reason why I'm doing this one is because it's going to be a little bit of more of a surprise. But uh, I decided. Oh, okay. Fifth. Squadrons. Star Wars Squadrons. Oh, I think it's... Uh, that was on my wish Star list. Star Wars Squadrons. Steve. Yeah. So, I put this um, on my... Like, it's in my list of games I've played, but I only played two levels. So, and I didn't get to play it in VR yet. So, I, I excluded it from my list for that reason. But uh, I'm really excited to hear uh, your, yes. your, your uh, feelings on it. So, let me tell you something, okay? It is... It's it's a very in-depth um, uh, combat flight simulator. Um, it's not like Rogue Squadron where it's like, you know, balls to the wall, full speed ahead, you know, nothing like that. Yeah. It's actually very, very strategic in how to play it. So you have, um, basically you could kind of reroute the power to three different systems. Your weapons, it's, your speed, and your really shields. Cool. Okay. And then also you, you have your throttle, you know, you can go full throttle, full blown. When you, when you, uh... Do the, the power shift. Shoot, I'm losing my train of thought. Sorry. Um, when you when you do the when you redirect your power to your speed and you go full throttle, that stuff is fast. Mm. Yeah, and I could chime in a little bit because I played yeah. the tutorial levels. I just didn't get to do the story mode or anything like that. But yeah, basically, it's a really smart way of doing a balancing uh, every ship kind of because if you no matter if you're flying, which I only flew with, like the fighters, I only flew like a Tie Fighter and an X Wing and. I think maybe one bomber, uh, but I'm assuming you can do the same thing with all the ships. Yeah. But what you can do is, while you're having a dogfight, whether it's a real person or it's a computer player, um, if you're going faster, then your defenses and your attack are down, and vice versa. So basically, it's kind of like a rock paper scissors a little bit. Yeah. But also, you have like your your ships and their specific weapons as well, which is, is it, really how cool. How close is it? Uh, uh, which, well, I guess that can maybe time my question. How close is it to like um, Battlefront? 
very different. Because obviously, Battlefront is very different. arcade. I can, I can, way different. I can, I can tell you all the time. Way, way, way different. Way, 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 way. Yeah, I can tell you off the top. The controls are already better. Yeah, way okay, better. Good. They this can, is good. They're they similar, but they're very different. Okay. But um, I know I know it's weird for me to say similar but different because well, know, there was there was there was shield and there well, was no, power. You're right because it has stick, it has the stick it has controls. The stick how you can like you, you do the, the stick up to go faster and like you basically don't have to hold an accelerator. You can yeah. just yeah. shift with the with the analog stick. One sure. stick is the throttle, and when you push it all the way up and let go, it stays full throttle. But then oh, you can bring it you can okay. bring it down cool. as much as you want. You can literally stop midair if you want to. Yeah. Like like because I mean it's similar to yeah. what, how space yeah. is. You know, sure. if you're flying in space and you just like lay off the gas, you know, eventually you'll just come to a stop. And there's a mode where like all, like before you start playing the game, you can turn off target assist where everything you do is on the like in the actual ship. Yeah. So like if you're playing in VR mode, you actually have to look down at your little like modules and screens. That's cool. For your targeting systems yeah. and like when you reroute power and stuff, it'll mm-hmm. tell you like. But you have stuff in your ship, like in the actual like cockpit that you can read, and you you can t- basically it's like turning the HUD off and Breath of the Wild, where it's like yeah. you don't have to um, use any of the actual in-game um, on-screen effects, right? You so, could use the ship itself. Is the little button with the cross on that you don't know what it does? Yeah. Is it yes. in there? <laughs> <laughs> They explain it. We, we know what it does. We know what it does now. Oh when you gosh. when you destroy a ship, <laughs> okay. it go, it flashes to show that the ship is destroyed. Uh, we know what it does. So it's, now, a, it's a light. Yeah, pretty much, okay. pretty much. It, it shows you it that does. it's that it that the ship is destroyed. So so here's here's a really cool thing about it. So it's it's like a class based type deal. It's yeah. kind of like think think of like Overwatch but ships. Sure. Sort of. You know, you have your fighters, which is like your your damage. Your bombers, which are which I guess could be tanks. Your support. Um, and then you have like 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 soul DPS and balance DPS. Your X wings, Tie fighters, your balance. Your interceptors, Tie interceptor, A wing, bombers, Y wing, Tie bomber, support. That weird Dude, little thing that from big thing, that, that big thing. That big thing. That on the um on the imperial side. Yeah. What is that thing? That's that was I don't I forgot I've what they call it. I've only ever seen it like one time. It, it, it debuted in Rogue One. Okay. It's a, it's a big ship in Rogue That's One. That's why I don't recognize also, it. Also, they added two ships. As That's DLC, cool. just now, free DLC. Is it that boost dive harder? The B wing, nope. Oh. The B wing, <laughs> the B wing, and some other ship that I really hadn't seen before from Star Wars, but it looks really. Cool. How about T sixteen Skyhopper? Uh, no, those those can't fly in space, Brandon. I mean, but what if? Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's that other one that looks like a Skyhopper? That's the shuttle. That's the shuttle. That's okay. the Imperial shuttle. Okay. Yeah, no, there's no, none of that. So there's there so there's a story mode, and then there's multiplayer. There's two forms of multiplayer. There's uh, I didn't get to do any of that. I just played two missions. There's like the capital ship assault, which is basically like a tug of war. Um, starts off in the middle. You're fighting ships. Um, the more ships you defeat, it unlocks. It, it, it's basically a push. Like everybody starts in the middle. Um, and it's then, got like AI ships in there. AI ships and player ships, yeah, sure. but you can do a completely AI too if you want. Um, it starts off in the middle, and then the more points that one side gets, it'll start shifting over. Could you do co-op with your buddies and yes. just do all AI? Yes. That's pretty cool. Dude, I'm, I'm so excited and very tempted to hook up the VR in this room we're in mm-hmm. because I can't put it out there right now. Yeah. Um, and just play that game. Yeah. Well, I'm so I'm going to tell you this much. I, Whenever I do eventually get VR for my computer, I'm buying it again. Yeah. Ooh. For a computer. Okay, so it's... Dude, it's, 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 it's it, when, we, when we heard about it, I was like, that, that is Steve game. <laughs> well, well, you know what, what else is cool about it is that uh, because it takes place in space and, and uh, not in a space is a scary place, uh, because it doesn't uh, take place like on a planet with actual gravity, yeah. you can 
manipulate your your ship yeah, you're from trying. from every axis. So like in, in Battlefront, you really couldn't do that exactly and because in space, it's not like a plane in Battlefront. Yeah, there's no there is no up in space. Mm-hmm. So right, I can imagine in, in VR it oh, might. Well, Battlefront Two was a little better. Yeah, I know I they, they improved on it, but yeah. still, it still felt like a plane. Yeah. So I felt like I was flying. Mm-hmm. But man, yeah, that's good. Did you finish the story at all? No, I did not. I'm still playing through it. But man, how, how you feeling about it? Is it, is it pretty good? Pretty or? good so far. That's good. It's, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Wedge Antilles makes an appearance. Nice, nice. That's good if there's a story to like a like a flight game. Yeah. Like that. It's kind of hard to do a story. In I a think the only game. my only complaint about it, which I've only had about an hour or two of, of hands-on time with it, is it seems like the customization options are a very little, lacking. They're a little bare. I mean, they're they're there, uh, but they're bare. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, so like you can make. Your, you, uh, basically, as you level up, I think you can unlock like maybe one different costume for your character. There's only like oh, that's cool. there's only like eight preloaded face. You can't make alien characters, which I really wanted to do. You can't for the rebels. I thought you could. I don't think you can. Oh, if, if, if you can, then I missed it. But you can only make humans. The thing that's upsetting. I though, wanted to be the dude with the weird like lip thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that guy. I want to be that guy. <laughs> the, the 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 disappointing thing about it is that there is a uh, there's an ability to pick a character. But they're all presets. There's really not much customization to do. Yeah, because like they got this one dude looks like white trash mustache man. Uh, then you have like just like and it's different. Your black dude, your Asian dude, the, the female equivalent. Very gen- very generic. Is there an overweight character? No. Damn. No. no point. Very very. They all have the generic. same body. In fact, you can be non-binary characters if you like. Did they have those? I didn't know. They had yeah, you could have like a, a female body and a dude's head if you want, and a female that. voice or something. <laughs> Yeah, taking a play out old CD <laughs> Projekt Red's playbook, <laughs> except their game worked. Actually, EA knows how to make a comedy game. Also, I think we all needed to preamble this show by saying that Cyberpunk probably won't be making an appearance because of what's going on with it. If you don't know what's going on with it, then just go look at the news. You can't miss it. It's just a big dumpster fire right now. Hopefully, one day we'll have a cast on it. We will. We will. Good deal. We will. Anyway, Steve, I'm sorry. So I'm gonna okay. So I'm gonna continue. Okay. So. Again, this is it was really difficult for me to, <laughs> to, to make this list, but honestly, I think for fourth, I'm going to go with Shadowlands. World of Warcraft okay. Shadowlands. Nice, nice. So here's the thing about Shadowlands. I'm just going to be brief about it since we had the whole World of Warcraft episode last I would like to point out that uh, I did not realize it was two and a half hours, yeah. or I didn't remember that it was. Oh, yeah. I went back to edit it, and I was like, I'm just going to put Howling Forward music in here for about an hour, <laughs> and just let that play. <laughs> just yeah, let it loop. Anyway. But I, but I want to spend more time talking about my third game, though. Okay. This one's, sure. this one's really one that I, I really enjoy. But yeah, Shadowlands. So... This is what this is this is why it's made my top five. And honestly, it could have been higher had I not enjoyed one, two, and three that as much as I did. But um, but it's it, so Blizzard really took a big risk with this game because this is brand new lore. And I'm, yeah. glad, I'm glad that they did because Completely. as as someone from the last episode yeah. who's experiencing all this for the first time, I understand everything. Exactly, I understand how you felt about all this stuff. Like, let me just put this out there: Warlords of Draenor. Wasn't even matter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they shouldn't even made that. Yeah. It literally doesn't even matter. And then like things like um, Legion and even Battle for Azeroth are just so wish washy. I'm glad to hear that, that yeah. this is so, finally doing something new and it's not Sargeras. <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: every single expansion in WoW was building upon lore already established. 
Right. You know, Burning Crusade, Burning Legion. Sure. Going to Outland, that was on Warcraft 3. Burning Legion's been a problem in Warcraft since, like, the beginning. Wrath. Uh, Wrath. Since the big beginning. Warcraft 3. Yeah. Pandaria. uh, Wrath was Warcraft 3. Um, Cataclysm was all, like, Warcraft 2, you know, like, a lot of of outer lore, but still already established Mm -hmm. lore. You know, um, even mists. Mist, yeah, the Pandarians were Pandarans there. Pandarans were there in three, but they mm-hmm. still had like old god influence. You know, Legion, back our, our warlords. You know, it's literally just a rehash of what happened in Draenor, just different with like a different timeline. Um, Legion, self-explanatory. Battle for Azeroth, you building on the Kul Tirans and the Xandalars who've been there. Shadowlands, completely different, untouched. That's awesome. Nothing was known going in. They needed that. And they needed it. They needed Absolutely. You know, this is this is all brand new stuff and honestly the they they're sticking <laughs> how the many, how many raids or dungeons have you done that Archimon shows up in? Exactly. <laughs> it <exactly>. dudes everywhere. <laughs> exactly. So this is all brand oh, new on. stuff, you know. <laughs> so I won't go into spoiler details for you guys, but I appreciate but, that. But like 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 just kind of a brief overview of Shadowlands. Um, the machine of death is broken. For some reason all souls that die go straight into the mall. Which is hell. That's the bad part. That's that's hell. So you get the other three areas, right? Four. Four areas. Yeah, what are they? Four areas: Maldraxxus, Revendreth, uh, Ardenweald, and Bastion. And those are basically all the places that you go, depending on how you live your life, I guess. Pretty much. Yeah. Can we talk when, about like when this just, game? You just get to pick. <laughs> if, if you were to just canon background lore, like people on 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 Azeroth that like are aware of things happening, like. Don't die. Don't go outside. <laughs> don't Stay even, in your home. If you drink the water, you risk your life. <laughs> you risk your life. <laughs> like, hey, if you died yesterday, it was all right. Today, don't, don't do it. Everybody, everybody, <laughs> come on. We're going to go hide in Iron Forge in the most deepest, darkest place with the dark, dark iron dwarves. It's like Final Destination. Exactly. But, it, but, it, but bring your vitamin D supplements. So, so your job. So basically, Sylvanas kidnaps all the world leaders. She kidnaps. Thrall, she kidnaps Jaina, she kidnaps Anduin, she kidnaps Bane. Not all of them, sorry, just those four. Yeah, so she so tries. Over- I know. She's so over. Out of nowhere. Well, wait a minute. Wait till wait oh, till wait, you hear what happens with God. with uh, Tehran. Um, she tried to kidnap Tyrande. Tyrande was like, mm, nope. Well, she's a night warrior. She's the night warrior. Mm-hmm. She's like, she. You want to talk about OP? Yeah. Night warrior. She's the night warrior, but she's cool though. Um, but yeah, so she kidnaps those four, and then if Toronto wasn't crazy enough already, you know, everybody's about to go into the Shadowlands, everybody's like, look, we should agree, we're going to send the champions there, we don't want to send all of our leaders in there, so we send all the leaders in there, which would cause political turmoil. You know, we need to, people need to stay and govern and act like everything's okay, we don't need to freak everybody out. Toronto's like, I'm running in there, I'm going to kill the Banshee, I'm going, is Sylvanas there? Yeah? Okay, that's where I'll be. Yep. And then Tyrande goes in there and just mercs everything. Like, everything that that's thrown her way, she mercs it. Like, there's a part... There's a part in there, minor spoiler. She's a priest, isn't she? Dude, not anymore. No, she got, like, a <laughs> She's the night, more, or night her, warrior. Oh, you said night warrior. I was like, what? She She's got... the night warrior now. Okay. She's the night warrior. When are we going to get a class where everybody can just run around as the night warrior? <laughs> it, w- it would be impossible, Paul. <laughs> because everybody would be way too overpowered. Uh, but you can get them eyes, though. Them black so, eyes that she's so got. So, really cool. story sounds like it's... Absolutely, the thing they need to do. How about gameplay? Right. Gameplay, gameplay is fun. I, so I've really enjoyed. The I've heard you talk about the Tower of Torgas, Tower of the Dam. Talking about how like it's basically like a mini roguelike in mm-hmm. like oh you got your roguelike in my MMO kind of deal. <laughs> no, but, I but like apparently it. it works. Is that right? It, it, it worked. And then it stopped working, but they fixed it. Okay. That's another good sign about Blizzard. Yeah. That they're taking in feedback. I mean, I like this, this last 
this, I, I'll, I'll be honest. They they had a step back with the last with the patch before last with Torghast. They they buffed the health, and it was turned into like hour long slugfest. People were very very upset. Blizzard heard it. Blizzard immediately issued nerfs. They're like, we don't want to make it less challenging, but we want it to be. We don't want people spend an hour doing these things. Yeah. You know because when I, whenever it first came out, Torghast runs maybe thirty minutes. I could do a Torghast run in thirty minutes, which is exactly what they wanted. But then they felt it was too easy. But the cool thing about Torghast is, is that you're picking up, you're picking up different uh, abilities as you go. So it's like you might get this really cool ability that makes your character overpowered. But as soon as you're out of Torghast, it goes away. Mm. Like for example, uh, just like a real road, like <laughs> pretty much, yeah. So in in uh, Death Knights, who are part of Maldra- Maldraxxus, get a ability called uh, Abomination Limb. Basically grows a, a green arm that just swings around and hits damage and pulls people to you. I call it the uh, essence of a thousand slaps because it was yeah. like a slap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like it's funny. But it's cool though because it pulls enemies to you. Sure. You could get a buff that that every time you spend a rune it increases it by a second. That's cool. And I got got it twice, so it increased it by two seconds. So as long as I'm fighting, I keep that thousand slaps going, <laughs> and I'm spinning runes. And I can literally just keep it going. So it, this is a good way to diversify and make the gameplay dynamic. Exactly. Instead of just run the same old dungeons, dungeons the same old raids, and, and they're different every time. That's good. Every time you go through it, it's different. It's, so they always be. So you, you might get certain bosses that you might not get in the next one, the next one, the next one. Now every week they have a different they have a different wing that opens up, and the wings are kind of themed. <laughs> For example, um, there's one that's like fire themed, where you'll have to fight like. Elementals and stuff like I guess the elementals that are damned to Torghast are fighting with like the jailer's people inside of Torghast. So you have to kill them both, and the aesthetic is the same, but the layers are different. Like okay. it, like the layouts will be different. Like sometimes you might have to climb on the, you have to climb on these platforms that have chains connected to them. Sometimes it's just literally walking through halls. Sometimes it's there's traps everywhere. Sometimes you know there's all kinds of that's different cool. Things uh, that's really that's how man, you, you pull them. But, okay, I didn't want to spend too much time on Shadowlands, but yeah, Shadowlands is my number four. This one I, I really, really wanted to spend a, a good bit of time on because it's brand new. It's a completely new concept of a game. Like, it's I don't think it's ever been done before. I really don't. My third best game in 2020, Phasmophobia. Oh, nice. good! Yeah. Yeah. So let me tell you guys about this game. This game's flown under a lot of people's radars because it's it's an indie game. It's from an indie developer. It's still very rough around the edges. I will, you know, I will I will say that it's very very rough. But man, that is the most fun I have had in a game in a long time. Like when it, when I bought it, I bought it in like what uh, late August uh, or no mid to early September, mm-hmm. something like that. I when I'm telling you I played that game every single day for two months. I'm not even kidding. Yeah. I would spend hours in that game, and you know, and, and I felt so bad for Brent because Brent liked it and Brent played with me. But you know, Brent would come on <coughs> and Brent would want to play something on PC with me, but I'd be playing Phasmophobia, and Brent would be like, "Dude, why you didn't tell me you were playing?" I was just like, "I'm sorry, I just I jumped in." So this is how Phasmophobia works. You're a ghost hunter, right? Basically a ghost like hunter. It's a, a really neat concept. I'm like a paranormal Pretty investigator. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so think of it as like a spooky guess who. Mm-hmm. Your goal is to go in, guess what type of ghost it is, and then complete the other alternate objectives without dying. Okay? Now here's the thing. You're not guaranteed to have a violent ghost. You're not guaranteed, you're not, you're not guaranteed to have a ghost that's safe. 
it's different every time. And you could have a ghost that's typically the most violent ghost and they may never attack you. But you may have a ghost that's the most shy ghost and they'll kill you. Mm. It just depends on everything like that. Are they going to add demons in there? They have they them. Have them. Oh my god. So there's there's like eight different types of, of uh, ghosts in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't remember all of them, but basically you have revenants, yep. onis, demons, banshees, wraiths. So they're mirrors, all bad. They're... <laughs> but they're not always going to try to kill you, though. That's the thing. That little girl one, that was the one I saw. They might mess with you. They might mess, they with, might you. mess with you. So, so um, you have different pieces of equipment. Basically what you're doing is you're trying to tick off the different characteristics of this ghost. You're poking them. You might have an e- you'll have an EMF reader. The EMF reader will go off every time you see a ghost, but if it hits level 5, you put it in your journal. If you see if the temperatures get cold, the ghost is in that room. But if the temperatures get below freezing and you see your breath, you put that in your journal. Freezing temperatures. Mm-hmm. If you you there's a UV light, uh, a black light, excuse me. You have a black light. You go in there. If you see fingerprints, you put that in your journal. So all the journal stuff happens automatically as you discover these things, or is it like a button prompt or something? Uh, they happen automatically. Yeah, okay, as you okay, gotcha. Yeah. So like for example, um, the the most typical layout is called Tanglewood Street. You walk in. There's uh, as soon as you walk in, you see a hallway that leads into the living room. Immediately to your left, you have the baby room and the boys' room and the, and the young boys' room and the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's say the ghost is in the boys room so you go into the boys room you you have the thermometer out the thermometer gets below um the the thermometer gets to like like less than 50 degrees fahrenheit ghost is in there okay so then you start setting up your equipment you put out your video camera if you see a ghost orb on the video camera put that in your journal then uh if you see fingerprints put it in your journal if you see freezing temperatures put in your journal Open up your journal. It's narrowed it down to the ghost that it is. Once you have three pieces of evidence, it'll tell you which ghost it is. Like objectives. Pretty much. Yeah. So then once you do that, if you want, you can end the game. Or if you're if you're feeling a little, a little brave, <laughs> keep going. Okay? So you might have other objectives. They might have, like, capture a picture of dirty water. Because when a ghost... The ghost will interact with objects in the room. If a ghost turns on the water, it's dirty. So you take a picture of the dirty water. Might say take a picture of the ghost you have to try to coax the ghost into showing itself the problem is when you coax it into showing itself you might take it off Mm -hmm. but you want may not always so all ghosts have a name it uses voice recognition it's very cool cool. so basically all ghosts have a name you go in there you start talking to it let's say the name is uh karen thompson Mm -hmm. go in there say karen thompson karen thompson it'll it'll take her off and she'll show up she might try to kill you. She might not. You don't know that. Okay? Um, there's also a spirit box. Spirit box is one of the pieces of evidence that you mark in your journal. You go in there. You start talking to it. It'll answer you. There's also a, there, there's a chance that a Ouija board might spawn in there. Ouija boards are a risk-reward thing. Okay? Because if you ask it a question, it'll tell you where it is. But every time you ask, ask it a question, it lowers your sanity and it ticks the ghost off. So you have to be very careful with the questions you ask it. And you can't ask it too many times. Because there was one time where I didn't know that it did that. And I was just like, where are you? She told me, garage. So I went in the garage, put the Ouija board down. How old are you? Told me how old it was. What do you want? K-I-M-L-L. Lights start flickering. Hot mode. When the lights start flickering. Oh, God. Did you get to choose those questions? Or is it like... like- you, you just ask it questions. Like, do the voice recognition. Do the voice recognition. Oh, my and, and, God. And, just, and, and, yeah. and then, the, then the lights start flickering. That's terrifying. And then then I turn, and there it is. 
there's just this woman in like in like ratter clothes and she's just shaking her head like this and you're like oh god oh god I need to speak to your manager yeah. <laughs> I need to speak to your manager <laughs> and, and it, it's, it's scary dude that is the most scared I have ever been in a video game that dog. sounds really it is terrifying terrifying it sounds like they took a lot of elements from what PT was and mm-hmm. made it good yes like I'm and not saying it wasn't good so, before but oh my God. they made an actual game out of it and so there's, there's remember there's, that the whole the calling out for Jareth thing yeah. you remember yeah. that yeah. so there's there's four maps and they just uh, they just added a fifth one Okay. You have Tanglewood Street, which is good for one person. You have... Uh, I'm sorry, no, there's there's a bunch of ma- maps. So you have one on Tanglewood Street, which is just a simple like a layout. House, a house, a house, a house in the neighborhood, mm-hmm. yes. There's two more houses in the neighborhood, but those are recommended for two people. Mm-hmm. Then you have the farmhouse recommended for two people. There's two different farmhouses recommended for two people. Um, then there's the school recommended for three, the asylum recommended yeah. for four, and then the prison that they just oh, added. Oh, yeah, prison! They just added the prison. <laughs> Could they pick anything scarier? How about a circus? You know, like <laughs> well, I've heard the that asylum. they're thinking about like mansions uh, and and graveyards and stuff. I feel like the only Ooh. bad thing it uh, would be is uh, you'd be limited to who you can play with, right? Like if, if, if you have four other friends, you know, like well, or you, you can probably you can probably match. You can match mate. but I'd imagine a game this sensitive with. That kind of stuff that you're doing, this kind of involved gameplay, I can imagine you had to find people who really care and really want to take it seriously. So you want to know the, if not, you'll just get the. You want to know the best part about the game? Um, it has a very intricate <coughs> voice chat. Like me and Brent were using Discord at first, but that really takes away from the enjoyment of the no, game. No, because it's a uh, it's a. Um... Uh, she was the word proximity, proximity there's based. proximity voice chat and then there's the, the radio voice chat mm-hmm. but the thing is when the ghost goes into hunt mode walkie talkies don't work mm. so if you're outside and your friend's inside and here's the thing <laughs> they lock the front door so once it goes into hunt so, mode you're not getting out so of it so it's you're best to hunt. play this in in-game chat yeah. and not yeah. use like any external it's hilarious when it happens Brent, I've Brent. watched so many videos <laughs> of people who, who somebody goes outside it's like hey I'm gonna go outside we just put the video camera down I'm gonna go outside I'm gonna check the camera because you can only check the, the video cam- the video feed from the truck, truck yeah. so you have to go back to the truck check the video feed well you tell one of your friends to stay in there because one of your objectives is to take a picture of the ghost and as soon as you walk out that door goes that's so cool because like, it's it's like Nintendo levels of creativity yeah mm-hmm. I really like it like as much as it, I, it makes me roll my eyes but like with Among Us being able to take advantage of not using party chats and just coexisting in the game, the game's systems and its yeah. rules. I think that's really cool. It's so cool. And, and, oh man, I love it because it's like, it's just, it's terrifying because you don't know what to expect because it's, because the ghosts are different every time. You might have, and, and they all have their own characteristics. For example, a revenant moves faster the farther away it is from you. So and some of these things move dynamically in these yes. areas as well, and yeah. they're constantly moving. You may not see them, but they're moving all over the place. Banshees can fly. No, banshee board Wraiths can fly. Wraiths can fly. I don't remember which ones can fly, but basically they can fly. Some of them can walk through walls. Some of them have to physically open doors. You know, it just it just depends on what you get, and they're they're the models are just. Terrifying. I mean, they all. So anytime a ghost appears, it'll it'll either make it'll make that grudge noise, that that guttural, that, uh, and then and then the like the little kid ghost, you'll hear like little kitty music, like. No. Oh man, she was a shadow form. That little girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you see the little girl like skips towards you. Yes. They added a new one too. Crawls. 
It's no. literally the grudge girl. She crawls. Oh, no. She crawls. No, she crawls. no, she no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so oh. when they put VR in this game? Nope. It's in there, Brandon. Nope. Oh, VR is in the game. There's a VR mode, and oh, my God. I, I, I really... That's, Part of the reason why I really bad want to deal. VR. Very, very, very bad, bad deal. It's really a terrible deal. <laughs> you know, I, I after I got after the election, I, I found a new job and it's ghost hunting, and I gotta say, it's a really bad deal. A terrible deal. Terrible deal. <laughs> I went to this house and this ghost showed up, and it was like, uh, I like how he gets extra redneck with it. <laughs> <laughs> really, terrible, terrible, terrible deal. deal. Terrible it's deal. really, really, really horrible. But deal. I gotta say, man, um, that's good to hear. Your your list sounds very unique it's so a, far. It's a it's an indie game. And it's very, very good. I was terrified watching you when I was when I was at the treasure house, and I was terrified playing the little tutorial mode with you behind me, coaching me. Mm. Like, nope. The tutorial nope. mode, nothing happens. Nothing happens to you. You're safe. The ghosts don't even God, show up. I want to play this game with you so bad, but I'm not going to be able to. I really hope like, this comes a console. I don't I, know if they will. If, if I start screaming randomly, I'm going to wake my child up. <laughs> well, I, you see, oh God, me and Brent, we have some good clips. I need to, I need to like eventually get around to. Like editing them together, and it would make for like a hilarious, mm-hmm. hilarious uh, clip montage because it's just me and Brent playing, and you know we're terrified. And there's this one scene where Brent gets gets killed, and then I'm just like, <laughs> oh no, I'm by myself. And then she walks through the door, and I just lose my you know what. I just, ah! <laughs> it was great, man. But oh man, that I, was your number three. Three. Oh number okay. Three. Let's make sure. Okay, so <laughs> this was it's hard for me to go number one, number two mm-hmm. because both these games are fantastic and both yes. these games really like hit hit you in the feels and, and mm-hmm. send you on a field trip. Um, I honestly think that one of them, the one that I picked for number one, had the head start just because of my bias towards it. I'm gonna be completely honest with you, but. For my number two game of, for game of the year, it's The Last of Us Part Two. I think this is something we all are going to have in common. Um, do you guys want to talk about this as a whole as we reveal them? Let's do that. Because sure I have a feeling we all have a lot to say about this yeah. game. Because we didn't get to do a, a cast on it, and we're going to be very... Uh, in depth. Yeah. And then, and then... Assuming it's on your list. It's on my list, but it's not in a, it's in a certain spot. Okay. Well, let me do mine. And you want to go last this year? I usually go last, but I'll let you go last. Okay, go up, Brent. Let okay. Jacob go last. But, uh, so your number two is The Last, last of Us Part Two. Okay. So I'll go next. Man. Um, what a roller coaster ride. Uh, that's, that's, the best, that's the best way we, to yeah, so explain it. Let me, I got my list here, and I have them in no particular order. I'm just, I, this is the first year probably ever with the circumstances of what's been going on in the world and what's been going on in my personal life that I haven't had a lot of time to sit down and write. I would literally write, like, I see your notes over there. I'm not reading them. No, uh, cool. But I, I would do something similar to that and just write, like, little short essays on why I feel, how I feel about some of these games. Um, so I'm going to do, start with number five. Um, I'm gonna pick Doom Eternal. Okay. I, you see, I'm glad you did. I had Doom Eternal in my top five for the longest time. You played Doom Eternal? This I year? did. Oh, okay. I did. So I feel like that's Doom, the one I missed out on. I really wanted to. Doom Eternal. I'll let you borrow it if you like. Sure. Uh, Doom Eternal is. I feel like it's catching a little unnecessary amount of flack. I feel like a lot of people yeah. are giving it um, a lot of hate. 
I mean, it's, it's number five on my list for a reason. Honestly, I think all um, the games this year caught a lot of unnecessary flag. But let me, let me, well, because everybody's a critic this year, and we have a lot more people playing video games yeah, now because exactly. of this pandemic. And we'll, we'll talk about that again later. <laughs> uh, but by no means is this a perfect game. It has flaws. I have complaints with it. I have problems with it. But for what it does right, it does it good. Yeah. Which is absolutely just such frenetic, frantic, balls of the wall shooting shotgun shells and the smell of gasoline from your chainsaw ripping through a demon's flesh refilling your ammo that we've talked about it with Doom 2016 where it was like you kind of had this rhythm where you chainsaw the, the bad guys for ammo you shoot them for health and you, gotta, or you, you glory kill them for health all that stuff they took that and they built upon it for some people it might be a little too much because they added new things like a shoulder mounted um, grenade thrower and oh, flamethrower yeah. and what that that gives you armor pieces oh, yeah. so it just adds one more thing in that merry-go-round of death that your that is your gameplay yeah, yeah. Um, my problem with it is that I feel like the levels were a little too long they were very 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 long levels very long. and um, there's a couple enemies in there like the marauder that gave me just a hard time not because I was like oh well Brandon you are just not good at the game get better it's just He's just really tough to beat because he's basically you. Like he's, basic, he's basically the yeah. He's basically well. He's he's not even a boss. He's the first time you fight him. He's a boss. After that, he's just a regular enemy that shows up mixed in the loop with all these okay. other enemies. Yeah. So like, you got your cacodemons, yeah. you got your elementals, and you got like the little like the the reavers and the big guys with the guns. You have yeah. all these different types, and they they expand on how many types they have. And so if you're not Basically, 20, Doom 2016 is a more simplified version of it, and by by that case, might make it a better game, uh, which I can kind of agree with. But whenever you have um, all these different enemies, uh, oh yeah, one thing that they did in Doom Eternal that's better is that you can shoot off certain components uh, of people. Like they they got those like they look like Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and those mm-hmm. little spider robot things. Yeah, and like if you use specifically a sniper rifle to shoot his turret off, it'll he can't use it anymore, and it'll shoot off some extra ammo and health for you. So you can use specific guns on specific demons in a specific way to benefit you. Um, but it's just it that game is fast, and if you don't know what you're doing, it will put you in the ground. It's tough. Yeah, that game is hard. There's a you, very 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 little room for error. Let me ask you this, and this seems to be the, the one of the bigger critiques that most people have. With it, and how is the the platform and the first person platform? I like it. Did they add it to it? I think it's bad. I, I think it's fine. I think it's fine the way it was. Uh, a lot, I heard a lot of people saying it really wasn't that great, but I mean, I've played. I've played much worse you think, platformers. You think it was good? Yeah, yeah. I think okay. it's fine. I don't think. It, I don't think it was. It I don't think it was bad, bad but I don't think yeah. it was incredible. I think yeah. it, it did its job and it was it was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Like the swinging on the things, mm-hmm. I, I, cool. I think it felt good. Honestly, I mean. I've played a lot of bad games before. Yeah, so, exactly. yeah. First-person platforming is a very tough... It is. It's forgiving, though, because if you fall off the edge, it doesn't kill you. It just restarts you where you jump. And, so, and like, you lose a little sliver of health. I mean, if you want to... If, if you want a game that has a, a good protagonist for a first-person platformer, it's the Doom guy. I mean, yeah. you can't Well, that, him. and, like, I don't know, it's better than, like, I, I, like I'm going to poo-poo on something you never thought you'd hear me say. On, like, Uncharted, Uncharted 4 and all that, mm-hmm. like, the climbing in that game is you just hold up and you keep tapping X. And this yeah. is much more involved. Where yeah, you can, exactly. You have to aim where you're going. You, you get those little air dashes. And sometimes they have these little uh, pickups that you can 
catch in the air that will refill your air dashes, and you have to use those and factor those into where you're going. So like your air dashes. You can't like, just use them all at one time. Sure. You have to you have to strategically yeah. place them. It's yeah. really good. I mean, I thought it was fine. And then uh, honestly, best shotgun ever, the super shotgun. They made it even better. Yep. Uh, basically. How can you make the best shotgun in the world better? How about you put a, a meat hook on it that you shoot? <laughs> it's called a meat hook. It shoots and you catch someone and it pulls you towards them. Yep. So if your bad guy's not close enough for your shotgun to hit, pull yourself closer. And then, hey, why don't you upgrade it to where it sets them on fire while you... <laughs> That's awesome. And you can upgrade all the weapons I mean, and all that stuff. It's, it's, it's good. I, I think it was fun. I mean, look, it's a, it's a, it is a modern Doom game. It's got an amazing soundtrack. That's oh, what I was going to be my next point. Gotta be, like, gotta be like one or two best soundtrack this year. That yeah. soundtrack. The yeah. only if, reason it's two is other because game the other not, game... If the other game was other not game there this year, it would probably be number one. It would be number one. But, but I mean, it's I just, you are Doom guy. You are mowing through scores of demons with an incredible soundtrack. What's the not Doom, to like the Doom Slayer? The Doom Slayer. And they do backstory on how he became the Doom Slayer. And it plays into the old Doom games. And shows him in his old Doom costume. Mm, that's pretty good. And it shows yep. how he became the Doom... I mean, he's just a space marine in those right. games. And right. this one, he's the Doom Slayer. And they show you a little bit about how he becomes... And they built all kinds of lore. And there's tons of stuff to that. read. That's, that, that'd be interesting. There's tons of stuff to read about it. I mean, if you had to play it on easy mode... Do it because I I lowered the difficulty in like the last level. Yeah, just the last level is rough, man. It will put your face in the mud. But that's man. part of the that's part of the appeal of, of this one in Doom 2016. Mm-hmm. It doesn't and matter. I was playing on console, by the way. I, I'm playing on PC. It doesn't matter how difficult it is. You are going. Well, I mean, it, obviously, if you keep dying and dying and dying, you know, uh, it's okay. But the thing is, is that I could get I could still get enjoyment doing this on easy mode. Because it's so it's so fulfilling. Like when you got that freaking cacodemon and you just you launch a grenade into him and he swallows it and he gets stunned and you just do a glory kill on him, you rip his eye out and just, just Yeah, and animations all, everything is the, just gl- the glory perfect. kill anime. And so you know in most games, like the boss music starts playing and you get scared. Uh, because the boss is coming. When the boss music plays in this game, you get pumped. You're the boss. Yeah. Because like there's there's part there's that's a good way to put it. You're the boss. There's the parts in this game where like you get put in these like basically these blood locked arenas and uh, you just kind of like get lost in it. You're you're doing everything so fast. You're flipping this gun, shooting that guy's turret off, flipping your shotgun, pull yourself toward. Like it all happens so yeah. fast. You don't even think about it so anymore. And so by the time you're done, you're just like because muscle memory. Yeah, every, like as soon as the music starts to calm down, like you know everyone's dead. You just kind of go like. I'm the man, <laughs> and then and then you move on to the next area. You're yeah. like, you know, sometimes it's like you like, you know, like whenever we play Smash or like um, any other kind of game where it's like you, you find win, you're, you're, you're like, oh, my hands are shaking because it's like, oh, I got him. And here it's just like, yeah, I got it. <laughs> I'm the Doom Slayer. Like you never feel afraid to take on anything. Like in um, like Resident Evil Seven, for example, you yeah. see Jack Baker, you're scared because you know you can't take him. Mm-hmm. But in this game, you're just like, you are Jack Baker. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna find a way to get that guy. I'm gonna jump off that building. And like the things you fight, the boss battles, way better than the last one. I That's think good. They got some uh, some pretty good boss battles. Yeah. And then like Doom. I, oh yeah, there's one thing I forgot. I put in my notes a long time ago. There's one thing, probably my biggest gripe about the whole thing, is that they became kind of self-aware. Of the uh, the character of Doom Slayer, and they kind of did like almost like a Borderlands esque kind of personality in his background. So you have this like your hub world's a spaceship. For example, here's what I'm saying: like there's a picture of Doom guy with his kitty cat. You know, like I feel like they are they're playing on it a little bit too much because uh, in the last one it was just really serious and just it's Doom. Right. But I don't want that 
that Borderlands style, like, butt stallion, like that kind yeah. of crap. I don't want that in my game. I want, no, I want Doom, Doom to be Doom. Yeah. Um, uh, but other than that, really great game. It's number five. Uh, number four, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. I knew that was going to be a five. I, 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 I didn't Hawk, play that one yet. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 it's and good. 2. It's good. It's an incredible Did game. Five. Uh, I really don't have to say much because if you've played Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, mm. Uh, then you've played this game before, but sure. you played the inferior version of it because this one's better. Basically, yes. take all the levels, all the characters from both 1 and 2 on the PS1, or N64, whatever you played it on, PS1's better, and um, you uh, add some new music. Add oh, that soundtrack. Add, add all the old music, add the some new music. So good. Add some, um, basically... Turn these levels into the most beautiful things you've ever seen. Yeah, Reflective man. surfaces on the wet streets mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Add all the features, the best features of every other Tony Hawk game, including Underground, with wall plants, manualing, basically everything before you could get off of the, the skateboard uh, mm-hmm. you can do in this game. Even though you couldn't manual in the first game, they give you the ability to do all that in this one. Cool. Um, new special moves, old special moves, mm-hmm. pure nostalgia at its core. I heard they fixed some of the things I have complaints about. Uh, in case you don't know, um, in, in Tony Hawk, you... You start a level, you get two, like, was it two and a half minutes, two minutes? Yeah. And you get, you, two go, you go collect the skate letters, you go do the, uh, I think. Mean, yeah, pick and choose what you want to do. Yeah, and different, there's different objectives for different levels. Mm-hmm. So, like, you might be like, knock over all these barrels, get yeah. the secret tape, uh, ollie over the bum, that one sucks. Or you can do, um, you grind these certain rails, mm-hmm. and you have two minutes to do it, and you can do it as many times, as many runs as you want to get sure. all those done. Uh, unless you're a speedrunner and you want to get all of them in one go, which is fun. Uh, and they have a mode for that specifically now. And they have online an online mode that is not very good. Uh, it's just kind of whatever. Um, yeah. I wish they would have just done free skate with your friends. I know. Which they may have added, I don't know. Uh, but they did yeah, fix we this problem. About the, the problem is if you play through the game with one character, let's say you beat the whole game as Tony Hawk, and you do all the objectives, um, you get... Uh, basically, you can't redo the objectives with any other character, but you can go back and play all the levels and collect the stat points, but you can't... It's not time... It's not collecting... Um, uh, data for for those objectives anymore. They're right. just they're just done. But I've heard that they put out an update where you can reset it per character now, so it's more. That's cool. Uh, which is what I wanted. Uh, challenges, which is the coolest thing ever. Basically, for your created skater uh, and every professional skater, there's a set amount of challenges for each one of them. So one of them might be like, do Tony Hawk's 900. Now do his 900 and his kickflip McTwist in a combo that's worth 30,000 points. Very, very specific challenges, and all of them are really fun, so it gives you a lot of play time and a lot of mileage on all these characters. And there's challenges specific to levels. There's challenges specific to, like, super crazy combos. There's all kinds of challenges, and all that makes your level, like your profile level, go up. And as you level up, you unlock more stuff to buy in the store that you can use in the character customization, which is okay. It's not as bad as Star Wars. Yeah, but it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not. It, but the thing is, the theme is, is kind of the same. The bad thing is that Tony Hawk, the old ones, were really renowned for its really um, diverse and really fun create a character mode, where you can make a robot or an alien, or you can make uh, a dude who has really tiny feet, really really big arms, or you could, like you can do all of it. But in this one, it's just like it's a little more serious. Just pick pick what color you want your skin to be, pick your clothes, mm-hmm. pick your moves, and do your board. And that's it. Um, but it's a fun game. I, I played it to a pulp. I didn't have anything left to do in it, so I stopped I, playing it. That game made me remember that nostalgia sometimes doesn't look like it does. And I say it's not yeah. not towards the game's fault, but towards my fault. Like, I thought I was good at Tony Hawk. 
I am not. I am not good at Tony Hawk. God, I am terrible at that game. Well, the, the bad thing is, is <laughs> I was that... watching you and Brad, and I'm like, uh, I feel small. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, check out this, th- check out this one million uh, point contest. Yeah, yeah. And Jacob's like, I can do a kickflip. Oh man, never mind. <laughs> I felt bad, but hey guys, look what I can do. Well, if you if you look over there, so if you almost any game in my GameCube collection, go ahead and just assume that I played. All yeah, those. I, I see underground, yeah. There's there's like three Tony Hawk games over there. Yeah. Um, I I played all those games because that's all I had, yeah. and I I was a, a monster at Tony Hawk. Uh, but I loved it. And I can't wait for them to either do like a Tony Hawk three and four, or maybe remake Underground. There's the possibilities. Are endless. These are one of those remakes that come along though, and, and they nailed it. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, secret character, Officer Dick is back. It's mm-hmm. Jack Black. Jack Black, which is cool. Um. Yeah, and they have a create a create a level uh, that's back, and it's really good. People are making like crazy stuff on it. So, someone made friggin' Delfino Plaza on there, but they made it into like a skatable area. <laughs> it's wild, uh, but no, it's really really good. And it just man, when I picked that game up, it was like riding a bike. It's yeah, that's awesome. And I played it on GameCube, and that controller is very different than the PS4 controller. PS4, yeah, and I still was able to just yeah, I played on one. I started busting out combos like like wild uh, once I picked it up. Okay, for sure. That was my number four. Mm-hmm. Number three. three. I'm going to put Last of Us 2 at number three. Okay. Uh, okay. We'll talk about that in a minute. And number two, I'm putting Ghost of Tsushima. That's on my list as well. Ghost of Tsushima. Um, now, that one could have made my list, but I just I never got a no, chance no, no, to no, see no, 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 That one would have made your list. Yeah, it would have. Well, I mean, I, sorry. I no, I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm just saying. So, this game is good. So I did not get to play it. Full disclosure. So, uh, would, uh, I'm assuming it's, since it's on your list, I'll go ahead and talk about it. You can chime in if you want. Whenever you get to it, we'll just go through it. Um, sure. But Ghost Tsushima, really, really good game. It's basically your typical open world adventure game, kind of Ubisoft like with its. You know, here's your big map. Here's all your little things. There's to a do fog in that of war map. that you got unlock. Here, and... Yeah, fog of war. Here's your your golden path essentially, where you're following the main story. Um, so it doesn't do anything like different there, but what it does do is it basically gives you the best possible version of that, uh, which I like that kind of gameplay style anyway. Um, combat is absolutely addicting and fun, especially on harder difficulties. Yes. Want, there's literally a Bushido Blade mode yeah. where it's like you Black kill people, you kill people in one hit and they kill you in one mm-hmm. hit. Um, there is um. A really great story. I think, this, oh, I think the story, story is really so good. good. Uh, maybe a little predictable in some areas, sure. but uh, I really enjoyed it a lot. I was playing... I um, love Jen's arc. I was playing in, in Japanese um, with subtitles. I couldn't do it. And then I couldn't do it because the mouths were doing English. Mm-hmm. It was almost the exact opposite problem yeah, I had of with the, other games. All the way around, um, yeah. And so... Um, I turned no, it on the, the English, the, which the English, English voice acting. English act, voice acting was great. It's great. It's just if you want that level of immersion, you put that Japanese on. It's, it's you can good. you can tell that some audio files were probably put in like during the quarantine because it'd be like, oh, and like it was just like like he was yeah. like right on a mic in someone's house, like yeah, some people were, sent in over the internet. People, <laughs> yeah, some people were kind of a little louder than others. Um, I think the combat oh. makes the game not like. It doesn't feel like a chore ever because the combat's always fun. Anytime you get into a fight, it never gets you want to get into a fight. And so you've got like your ghost yeah. stuff and you got your samurai stuff. Stealth and ninja. If you want to be, um, yeah, it's nap time already, so I'm trying to be quiet. Uh, if you want to be uh, a ghost, it's more like, like you said, ninja, assassinating people, not the way of honor that 
Jin and his clan want to do, but he does it because he knows it's necessary, but story-wise, his, his family or his clan's like, we don't do it that way, it's not the right way. Then um, there's the samurai way where you can just walk up into a battle and be like, who wants to face me? Mm-hmm. And then Challenge me! And yeah, and then everyone will come after you. Um, and then, like, the, the standoff where you, uh. you you flick the, the katana out and you can... Dueling. You can, yeah, you can kill people. Like, you can upgrade your, your character where you can kill, like, you one shot about four people no matter it's how big time. they are. Time, quick time, yeah. It's really fun. Uh, there's dueling, which brings up a whole nother style of gameplay where you're... It's a one-on-one fight with someone else and it's... Um, uh, really, really difficult. It's, it's. You're probably gonna spend like the amount of time you would take out a whole group of people on this one fight with one other person, and those get pretty wild. Um, depending on what, like, there's one you're doing where there's like lightning striking. Mm-hmm. You do that one. Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of cool secret armors to unlock with upgrades that make them look better. Aesthetically, this game is absolutely beautiful. It looks amazing. Really? Um, Jin Sakai's got the smoothest butt I've ever seen. In he does. You see, he gets he gets butt naked when he gets in them hot springs, which is one of the many things that you can find on the map. It's like a rest area. Yeah, there's like, basically, those give you more, it increases your maximum health, the bamboo strikes increase your maximum uh, resolve, Yeah, and which is your stamina. the kind. fox dens will unlock new items, and then you can find just new katana pieces laying around. Different handles and stuff and hilts. Very cool. A lot of it's the same, but this there's a reason. This one won best art direction, right? Absolutely. Uh, and there's a reason that a lot of that same stuff happens because some of the areas because they, the, the map progresses to this kind of like kind of like sort of just a generic kind of tropicalish the bottom part of the map area like fishing village kind of place yeah. and then it kind of moves to like a swampy rice low paddies. level rice paddy and then the, the very top of the, of the north is snow. snow but each aesthetic like oh, the, 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 the the cherry camp. trees the cherry, <laughs> the cherry blossom trees the red oh, against dude. the white background just like yeah. the art direction this game is so it, yeah the, the game it, it never it's, it's never it's um, really cool. bad to look at like there's never any muddy textures or anything mm-hmm. in my opinion played on the PS4 Regular and it looked fine. Yeah. Load times were just not, almost not um, Yeah, like it's crazy. two, two to four second on load a PS4 times mm-hmm. on a base PS4. Um, uh, horse, the horse control is fine. Um, not as good as like you know, not as specific and as in depth as like Red, Red Dead. Dead. Uh, but it, it's arcadey, but it works. Yeah, basically they know what's going to inconvenience you, and for the sake of you having a better time, they. They just fix it. So, like with Red Dead, you whistle for your horse. You gotta wait for it to show up. Sometimes it gets stuck in the bayou and it gets chased by alligators and all these these dynamic world things can mess with it. Yeah. With this, you whistle for the horse. It just shows up right behind you. Yeah. As long as you're not you looking, can, at you can run over items and not to get off the horse. Pick yeah, you don't have to hop off like to that. pick things up. You can just, quality yeah, of life things. Yeah, yeah. and it really cool. makes a difference. Um, it's just an incredible game, dude. Like I, I, I know I'm kind of giving it. Um, uh, I'm not. I'm not going super in detail but I don't, I don't want to spoil the story for you because it's really really good um, but uh, I think it's crazy that they put in a multiplayer mode in this and mm. for free for free mm. for absolutely free and that multiplayer mode is really good it's mm. a lot of fun and I'd probably still be playing it if I didn't need the hard drive space well I didn't need the hard drive space so maybe I will again but um, the multiplayer mode is really well done too and that's something they didn't have to do you yeah know? and I heard they're still putting updates uh, that are fixing things. oh yeah and also uh, a really crazy good photo mode mm-hmm. um, and I really love the the costume design like the different at first I was like man I don't know these costumes kind of suck like as I got the new armor pieces yeah. I didn't realize as you upgrade them 
they look better. Evolve. So like they I had better. I had one of them. I think it was like a Ronin. I was like, I'm not wearing that. Yeah, the Ronin. Like, the Ronin is a generic like yeah. kimono robe with, yeah. with, with as a you, straw hat. Yeah, as you upgrade it, it puts like these leaves and paper armor stuff on it. It looks really cool. But oh, you, the samurai armor when it evolves, you can dress up as like more like samurai, or you can dress up more like just a, a traveler with like a regular outfit on. It's, it's the archer look. Yeah, you can really customize your character to where he looks. And each one of those outfits have stats to them. There's a, there's a bonus between why you're. you're yeah, you're, and if you uh, if you get all the hot springs, you can run around your underwear. It's pretty great. I saw that they're adding. Uh, they are adding uh, armor costumes based off of other Sony items, Sony properties. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, they're adding a Kratos set. No, I swear to God, I'm gonna look at it. Uh, talk amongst yourself. Oh, uh, no, it's my turn anyway. You yeah. look at it. Um, but uh, that's pretty much all I have to say about it. Is basically, it doesn't do anything uh, super unique or different that sets it apart from all these other games. But it just does everything so well that it's like after seeing the dumpster fire that is Cyberpunk, it's like man, you really start to appreciate games that just get it right. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, but uh, I think that's that was my number two, right? Yes. Okay, so that was my number two. So last one was number three, so I didn't talk about that. And then I'll reveal my number one later. And I have some other games to talk about. But, uh, Mr. Langston, would you like to me. Okay. So um, my number five is going to be, and it's because it's my first, is going to be Animal Crossing. Ooh. Animal Crossing New Horizons. Now, mm. Animal Crossing's got its problems. Yes, it does. It, it's still well, more it, Animal Crossing. No, it's not. Yeah, it's just... It's just uh, but I think Animal Crossing was the game, and I don't I don't put it number five because it did resonate with me personally. But let me see that. So that's the um, sorry, that's the Last Guardian. <gasps> oh, dude, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, Shadow of the Colossus. Wait, which way? This way? Oops, I'm sorry. What is that? That's Kratos. Oh, okay. I'm Horizon. Horizon. Yeah. I don't know what that is. Was that supposed to be? Let me see. Bloodborne or something? It might be. I mean, it might be the uh, last. Yeah. Oh man, that's really, that's really dope. I'm going to go check those out. Is this Shadow of the Colossus? Or is yeah, that, Shadow of okay, the Colossus. I thought that would have been like that last one. That one sick. That, that does look very sick. Um, sorry, but Animal Crossing is... it's It was the game that the quarantine needed. And I don't put it in number four because it's of number five because of that reason. But it's the game that we needed but we didn't deserve. deserve yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But like, it, it's just... It's a good... Like, I'm relaxing. I think it overshadowed man. Doom. I think it, I think it really overshadowed Doom. Oh yeah, in a big way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's 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 just it the opposite out, of Doom. It came it's, out the same day. It's just the opposite of Doom. Whereas Doom has got you on your seat, you are locked in, and yeah, like, this, is like this is just like I'm just gonna go grab, think, go check the beach, and I'm gonna go collect some seashells, and I'm gonna go sell them. And, I think the new crafting system was really really good. Yeah. Uh, so I can't uh, attest to the stuff that they added. Because I didn't play any of the other. It's kind of like Sword and Shield was for me last year. Sword and Shield, you know, people have their hangups that are Pokemon um, connoisseurs, but it was my first Pokemon. Same thing with New Horizons. It, yeah. it was my first Animal Crossing, and for a lot of people this year, it was theirs as well. I mean, mm-hmm. so yeah, you know, people like our, you know, our friends. Everybody our want them so bad that Nintendo Switches were starting to be. There's a shortage of Switches. Yeah. Um, I just, I appreciate the game because it was just enough fun relaxation that I needed in my life at the time. 
So, do you, do you kind of agree with my general consensus of Animal Crossing that it would be a much better game if they just ditched the real-time mechanic? So that, that's mechanic? my... The, the, I really wish... I knew about the real-time mechanic because y'all have explained it to me and how, you know, it's... You know, if you're playing at night every time, then every every time you pick your Switch up, it's going to be at night. Mm-hmm. I kind of wish they'd have taken a new approach to where... It, but that's Nintendo, right? We, we can't really expect this. If this had been a third-party game from somebody else, maybe there would have been a change. And... It, it, when when Vincent's old enough to play video games, the next Animal Crossing comes out, it'll probably be more Animal Crossing. Yeah. But it's still like it was just enough. Like I said, to I, you know, being able to could you move the houses around and, and, and kind of play with? You? I feel like there was a little more flexibility uh, with what you could do in your you, island this, this time with the being able even I'll be depending it, on which one you played. Like on the GameCube one, you couldn't, but like because uh, all four player houses were on one screen, um, but. They added like upgrading the houses and stuff to like the DS and 3DS versions, yeah. and you can move them around. But like you said, it's a little bit more flexible in this one. Like you can specifically pick where you want to put right. your house. The terrain, it's albeit as wonky as it was, you could. It's there. You there. You can. It's you there. Can, you can bust apart your island. Um, it's it's if you got about five hours to do it. And you can. Yeah. <laughs> um, my only gripe is you know, the one thing I was really excited about this game was going to be just the events because I knew the way the game oh, yeah. was would move in time and you know so when you, these, these holiday events come around you know you, it's one of the things you get excited for just like in real life you get excited for Halloween you get excited yeah, for Christmas yeah. and I wanted to get excited for that in the island but then you get them and they, they just became fetchy oh, I, it, it didn't help that they started with Easter and Easter good gosh Easter was so bad they had to actually change that patch because it was like eggs 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 God. eggs eggs y'all like eggs he's some eggs <laughs> so but it was it, it just I don't know um, yeah it, they're, they're so my my number six is gonna be Call of Duty and I'll come back to that and the, uh, Cold War yeah Cold War um <laughs> And the, the only reason I think six didn't make it on there, so I didn't finish, or uh, Cold War didn't make it on there at five. It could have replaced Animal Crossing, but I just didn't finish the campaign in Cold War. I'm just going off of basically the, the multiplayer and the zombies, so I didn't give enough love as I wanted to. I did hear um, that campaign's very good. Yes, exactly. So it could have like, very really well toppled it. over Animal Crossing. I really want to get it yeah. because of that. Yeah, it's that's, that's what I've heard. I've, yeah, I've, I've been tempted to get it actually. They, they do some neat things in that game, bouncing around some detective work stuff, and so. Uh, but anyways, um, Animal Crossing. I you know it's a it's a number five. Um, number four is a game that I can spend some time on, and it um, technically its its official release was this year, but it was it was in alpha or beta uh, next year, and that is Hades. Mm, I knew Hades, it was gonna be somewhere. Hades, man, that is a good game. Uh, that is, it's an indie game. I need to play that. Uh, it is a roguelike game uh, where you are the son of of Hades, uh, Z- uh, Zacharias, Zagreus, um, and you are just this rebellious young lad, young god who is bored, bored of it all. He's bored of Hades. He's bored the way your dad is such a a turd because he's Hades and he's he's the Lord of the Dead. Uh, And you're just done with it and there's so it's it's really cool because, you know, it's almost like I hate to say it, but almost like Greek lore has become almost become zombie like in the mm-hmm. sense that like yeah. oh what's well, another zombie game? Oh it's another Greek god game. Well, it didn't help that there was uh, that other game this year. Uh, uh, Assassin's Creed? No. No 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 uh, the it's the Ubisoft game. Uh, Immortals. Immortals, Phoenix yeah. Rising. Um, but uh, this game does a wonderful job of taking that lore and putting it on this weird... I can't even explain it how it's just... I mean, I'm going to say this. Like, 
I think Seth told me there is a million recorded audio lines in this game. So, so there's 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 these Greek gods sprinkled throughout, and what happened is every time you get out into um, Hades, basically the underworld, um, there's these levels just like a roguelike you have to go through to progress to get higher and higher. It's basically, you're think about you're in hell and you're trying to get out of hell, so you're trying to go from the bottom up. Yeah, you're going, and you're the, going from treachery all the way up to right, the river right, Styx, right? right. Um, so, or but, limbo. But you can communicate with the. Uh, they'll leave you these things called boons, and which is the, uh, the 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 gods of Olympus. So you know you've got, of course, your Zeus and your uh, your Athena and your Aphrodites and your Dionysus and uh, Hermes, all these gods, and uh, which is really cool because every time you talk to Hermes, he talks about this. Hey, cousin, do that. So, he's Hermes, but um, that's really clever. And they all have their own personality. Like Dionys- yeah. Dionysus is the goddess of wine and revelry, and so like he's like, well, what's up, bro? Oh, he's just very yeah. Hey, and and then uh, you know Athena's uh, not Athena. Yeah, Aphrodite's like you would think she would be. What's his name? Um, what's the guy's name? Uh, Dionysus. That's Dionysus. Um, and the main character's name is uh, Zagreus. Zagreus. Yeah. Zagreus, when'd you get here? <laughs> but you know, um, so each one of them give you these boons. So you have these these. Um, I think there's five. Five? Am I leaving one out? Maybe six different uh, weapons, like these 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 iconic wep- weapons, mm-hmm. right? You know, like the, like the bow. Uh, there's these two uh, dual fists. There's a sword. There's a spear. There's a shield, which is my favorite. Um, and uh, there's this really cool. All the characters just are very. It's a very neat take on. It's a little bit more lighthearted. And they take that that tragedy that goes around with all the Greek gods, and they kind of play it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, like oh yeah you're yeah you know you talk to Zeus like yeah I wish I wish you bro- I wish your uncle or your dad would talk to me I just want to talk with him I just want to hang out he didn't want to talk to you he didn't want to call me anymore anyway, they don't say it like that but yeah, I think it's I think it's really brilliant what they did with uh, uh, making a roguelike out of that of of the Greek stuff mm-hmm. I think it's really brilliant and yeah. every time you talk to him they always say something different there's never the same line you go up to somebody again oh she's gonna say the same thing no every line that's why I said they have a million lines of voice uh, wow. uh, voice uh, recorded voice lines um sorry but the combat's really good so it's it's you gotta you gotta dash you gotta cast and you have a main attack and a, and a heavy attack um and then the boons you get from the gods will do, give you just a, a modifier to each one of those attacks so for example I always would go with Ares because Ares the god of war he'll give you this thing that is a curse and it's called the curse of doom and so like you'll hit somebody and then like after two seconds it'll take like this massive damage and you can upgrade these boons uh, as you go um, and just like a roguelike um, every time you go through every time you play through once you unlock a certain amount of things when you go back there's more things to upgrade you can upgrade the actual underworld there's like a cafeteria in there there's your dog Severus uh, Ce- is down there he's your dog every time you go over there and pet him and hang out with him it's it's just it's a very lighthearted game roguelike game um, and the, the art style is great. The music is really good. Uh, and what's funny about this game is that every one of these voice actors, the voice actors are really great, are developers. So, like, Zagreus is voiced by the composer. And it's funny uh, because one of those were cool. nominated for like Best Performance mm-hmm. uh, at the Game Awards. Uh, so, it, 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 I, I started playing when we got uh, Game Pass. I think a lot of us kind of got Game Pass in the same, in the same time timeline. I picked up Dead Sails, and I never thought I'd like roguelikes. I think I didn't want to have to just beat my head over that over and over and over. If they're done right, they're good. Yeah, and Dead Sails really caught me, and uh, Seth got Hades. He's like, maybe you should really check this game out. So uh, I really enjoy it. I have not completely finished it, and then there I've, I've, I've heard that. So, like, once you play through, and so, spoiler alert, once you play through the last guy, of course, is Hades. Mm-hmm. You actually get to the surface of, of the Earth. 
and he's out there in the snow and like Zagreus is cold because like, everywhere Zagreus walks is like he's like little fire footprints and you because know, you're, you're it's like little Nicky yeah 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 and you get there like oh man this is cold I'm, I'm not used to this and you talk to Hades so basically you're trying to figure out who your mom is um, and uh, Hades doesn't want you to get out so there's there's a the, from what I've been told and I, I hate it because I did not finish in time to, to talk to him but once you beat it. There's a, they do like a new, uh, new game plus that you actually want to continue progressing because that really helps you upgrade the weapons at that point. Um, there's this thing called Titan Blood that like once you beat a boss your first time through with that weapon, you get Titan Blood for it. And so once you get Titan Blood, Titan Blood can be used to upgrade the weapons to make them even better. Yeah, so basically it lets you pick different weapons right. and give you a reason to try everything. And so once you do your first beat through, you beat Hades, your first playthrough, the game is not done and you actually want to continue doing it those weapons because there's actually a true so I think it's that time. I can't talk to that so but uh, yeah man for an indie game that was a really good game it's on the Switch so which is really great Switch Fuel Switch Fuel so man we're sitting here talking and I could I could totally just switch these two around wait is this three and two this is number three I'm gonna say it. Number three. So, so number three, number two, you can switch around. I, I like if we'd have done this pod, if we do this podcast next week, they might be in different place. I, I did, are we, do we have the same problem, me and you? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> that's, what I thought, that's what I thought. Number three is gonna be Final Fantasy Seven. Oh wait, remake. no. Uh, so I think me and you had the same problem with number one, and number two. Yes. <laughs> I think. If I would have, and we've already had a, a two-hour spoiler cast, yeah, I was and, gonna say, and you guys are gonna maybe do your thing here in a little while. I don't know. I don't know if that's your number one or not. I'm just saying. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I play Streets of Rage four this year. I don't know. So I really, let, I, I, I guess I want to know your. Uh, well, see, you don't have the see, the, and the, y'all, did, y'all did this crap to me. The same thing with Resident Evil two last year. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'll be good. <laughs> hey, at least it's in his top five. Yeah. Resident Evil it didn't even make his top. So five. hang on, let me speak now. Hold on. No. Crucify him! <laughs> Crucify him! See, and this, this the is... The believer Okay, look. If I would have put it at two, I think I would have put it at two be, to satisfy you guys. Oh, no, do what, do what you need so, to do. No, <laughs> satisfy me. Screw that. Don't listen to him. So, so... And Brandon can attest to this. I'll start with this. Me and him, every time we sit here and talk, I'm like, I say, man, I want to go back. Out of all these, my top three, this is the one game I want to go back and play. Yeah, not dude. because of the story. Because the combat. Combat blind. That game has done this phenomenal fusion dance mix of turn base and real time hack and slash, and it puts it together and it's glorious. Let's do that again one more time. <laughs> I can tell I, you, it, it, oh being my able to, flipping god, being I able love to, uh, that combat. Some some of the later, like really advanced, hard, super hard bosses that yeah. I got to play later in the game. It's so fun to be able to just master that mm-hmm. system. And I, I, I hope they don't change it much for the future. Me too. Like I I I think I think when we played the beta, I I told you guys I had to take like three times through the beta because the first time I was like, uh, I don't know. The second time I'm like, okay, I'm getting the hang of this. Yeah, and the third time, too. but man, I think it was about midways um, where I where was it? maybe maybe right about after the, the plate fail where I was just really starting to grasp it and I was like wanting to get away from just doing side quest stuff. I'm like, let me just give me something to kill, man, because this combat is so good. Yeah. Um, uh, was was Nicky Jiggy call it? He calls it Goopy. Goopy Gamer Goblin Brain. Goopy Gamer Goblin Brain. Yeah, Goopy Gamer Goblin Brain is whenever you're like, this is cool and all, but uh, I want to use this grappling hook to go kill someone. <laughs> yeah, uh, 
and that and that's where like the story was great. It, it resonated with me. There was some there was some um, there were some parts where it kind of drug on a little bit. But the problem was I never played the original seven, yeah. so the nostalgia for those characters wasn't there, and it, it grew on me. And I, I I grew to love them. I grew to love Aerith's lighthearted, naive but not naive because she knows more than she knows. Yeah, um, there's and, some weird stuff. And uh, I love man. I wish I, I'm I'm looking forward to it because I really want to get a hold of Red Red Thirteen because I, I wish we could have played him. I know. Oh, He's God. such a cool character. She is so cool. Some uh, of the characters in there. Seeing Cloud evolve from this Mert, not interested. You know, character not to, to uh, actually caring about these characters. It's crazy because he hasn't even gone through the full transformation yet. Yeah, and like, see, that's, the, uh, that's 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 and like, let me say, let me say this: when we we finally get whatever whatever it is they're going to give us next, however many series the volumes are going to give us, and, and what rate they give it to us, I might could go back like years from now and go, you know, Seven might should have been number one. I wonder what it is. I mean, we've talked about it in other our spoiler cast. Like, I don't know where they go from here as far as like, because you got to remember Midgar. The part, the parts that we played in remake part one is like the first couple hours of the other game. But they put um, essentially what's filler in there, mm-hmm. and I'll talk about that in a minute. But um, they um, they could cut things. They could change the order of things. All that good stuff. Um, I, like I said, um, I won't go too much more into it. We already, we already discussed it, but I just wanted to say, like, I was super surprised. I, I finally get, I finally get what you guys love about this game. I just, I almost kind of wish I would have played it on the, on the PlayStation. I hate that I missed it because I don't have that, that nostalgia know, field trip. I know it would be kind of challenging, but it- to go back and do it. It would never be hurt to go, but especially the PS4 PC port even. Right, because you can kind of cheese it. Yeah, you can kind of cheat, which I wouldn't I wouldn't suggest doing, but it, the story is still there. I mean, there's a lot of reading, but yeah. the music's there. It's all... It's, it's good. Yeah. It's, good. Um, it's like 20 bucks or less. So, uh, that, that, I'll probably chime in some more than you guys if, you, if you'll let me, because I know you guys might wish you in the wall. Um, maybe. Maybe. Um, maybe. But... Um, let me say this to say that number two was Ghost of Shusuma. Um, and the reason Ghost was over, because the combat was great. We've already discussed this just, just a couple minutes ago about how the combat was so good. Like, I love that, like, I would start off stealthing something. And, you, you know, I'm one of those people, like, right now, for example, I'm playing Cyberpunk. And there's been some missions where I really wanted to stealth everything because of the way the commentary of some of my AI partners were talking. Like, mm-hmm. you should probably stealth this. But, and I, I was doing, like, the safe state. Like, I'm going to go back and do this. Let me go back and do this. This is why, why I fell off a of freaking Metal Gear Solid Five because I was such a perfectionist <laughs> in stealth. But, like, you know, Ghost of Shusima, I would stealth something like, all right, they all know I'm here. Shunk. I'm going Samurai mode. Yep. Uh, and yep. Samurai mode is just as good as stealth mode. They all have <laughs> in their own right. Um, but I think that was the that was the one trip was that I think just so like you said the ghost doesn't really do it's literally Japanese Assassin's Creed and and I that, when you say that that's kind of almost almost a disservice to the game but if if you're trying to explain it to somebody that doesn't know that's yeah. the best way to describe it yeah yeah and, and it's like it's like it's like Assassin's Creed if they actually have stealth <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> real stealth right uh, but like you said like it just does it so well it does it. 
just the load times. I feel like this is, I don't know if it's the most much the, the PlayStation 4's masterpiece, but it's one of those end-of-the-generation games that comes and goes. We're using everything the PlayStation 4 can do. It's funny because Sucker Punch started off the, the PS4. Right. And they kicked it off and then they closed it. They, they, they closed it down, yeah, with um, um, uh, Infamous. Infamous. Yeah. Um, so it, it's we've already discussed most of it. Uh, you know the aesthetic, the art direction's great. The music's the music's okay. It's um, but there's just some really cool scenes that, that kind of hit home. And I, I think more so than, than than Final Fantasy. And I like all the character story arcs. Story arcs. I just kind of like Jin's story arc. And I maybe and maybe it's, maybe maybe this is some personal bias coming in from just Jacob because I am I if you've listened to the podcast before I'm a martial artist. So a martial uh, arts master. A martial arts master. What are you He's like a master. master. You're basically at the highest form of black belt, right? I'm a six degree, it's considered master in Taekwondo. Yes. He's literally and a man. With, with, six with, with, both, like, with, with, with weapons and... Is there anything control. higher? Oh, no, there's a ninth degree. Yeah, I'm, I'm, But six degree is considered where you consider master. How you get, they, that, how you get that high? How you get that high, you, it's just time at that point. Time you, yeah, the only people that, that have that are like the ancient like the, the, dude, ancient. the dude from uh, from Kill Bill with the yeah. you know, like, yeah, 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 the, the gotta, Sifu. Yeah, you had, you had to look like that to uh, have that. Well, he's working on it. But uh, yeah, I, 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 but, I have but, trained but, in samurai swords. Yeah, but, so so you not, probably not have not extensively. So you have an appreciation. I have appreciation. Right? Appreciation, appreciation stances of the game. and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Appreciate, no, no, exactly. Appreciate. It's it's really cool because if you think about it, like you know, like for example, like and I told Brand this before, like they they do the samurai lore so well because like the thing where in the duel where it's that it's that scene where it's just like a duel like you know the camera pans across your face oh, and then it pans across the bad guy the and, it, and it pans across Jin's thumb on the, on the sword and he clicks the, 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 the yeah. guard off and what that meant was like samurais would walk around in town with their thumb over the guard just like you see a cop nowadays you know it's he doesn't have safety. his hand on, the, on his on his gun but if you see a cop all of a sudden the mall flicks the, the button off his off his side on you know it's about to pop off it's the same thing with the samurai let's leave them off. The yeah. safety is off. Time the to go. Off. And there's there's little subtle touches, but the, 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 not I'm, the, the point I'm making is seeing Jin's arc because I've got mentors myself in martial arts. I've got my instructors that have shaped me and made me who I am and made me. Bec- I mean, shoot, I I own a business now, uh, and a lot of that's because of what they put into me. And seeing Jin's story arc with his uncle. Uh, it's so good, and it's I, I kind of felt for Jim because he's he's constant. Every time you would, the game does it. Every time you start to start to float into the the shinobi, the the, the ninja stuff, you would have a flashback. And it would always be of his uncle having him a teaching session as a team. It's so funny because you can go halfway through the game and not do something, and then whenever you finally do it, a flashback would happen. Flash- like so, like uh, let's say you slit someone's throat from the shadows. Right. You like once you fir- the first time you ever do it. You get that flashback where the uncle's like, we always look everyone in the eye and we put them down with honor and respect. And then you're like, yeah, I just slipped this guy's throat. He didn't, right. even, he didn't even see it coming. Right. And like, you question your ethics. And stuff. Yeah, exactly. And how, how many games have you played that have samurais in them, but they've never talked about the samurai culture or the mm-hmm. samurai, like how they behaved and, and what their code were? Because mm-hmm. the samurai, they're honorable, but they weren't necessarily the good guys. Like, they're... They're they usually kind of, they usually were on the, the side of righteousness, but they're kind of royalty. You, you got to pay them, yeah. Like not necessarily money, but 
when they would come to town, people would give them offerings and stuff. And mm-hmm. some people were like, we got nothing. And they're like, well, we're not protecting you. These these Mongols are going to come over here and kill you then. Screw you. Yeah. You know, that's kind of how the samurai were. Yeah. Right. You know, um, and their services weren't free, essentially. Yeah. And that's, and, and seeing that story. That's why Yojimbo from, from Final Fantasy X, you got to pay him to attack. It's, yeah. it's kind of reference to that. And the ending is great. The ending is so good. Uh, because and I, and I can't spoil it because you, you got to choose. There's, there's one huge decision at the very end that you have to make. Um, and I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping. I'm really hoping because. I chose the other thing. I chose the other one. Yeah, I cho- me and you chose yeah, opposite. Chose the um, <laughs> and it, it, it was very touching, especially that very end because. Oh, well, I, I like the outfit that I got because of the one I picked. But, uh, but, uh, I don't know what we're talking about. I don't want to spoil it for you because if, if, are you going to play it? I am. I am. Okay. Yeah, I, I, have I have it. I have I it. I, I, I can't, I can't, I'm going to spoil it for you so bad. It's good. Um, but, so this, but it's just seeing this, this uncle. I'm going to play Madden instead. Yeah. You're, you, you're, it's, it's Get up. just portraying everything like you know you've poured into, but because Jen's so passionate. It's like he has to choose his uncle and his honor over his country, and he has to choose which one is is more important. And because he, he because knows that there's there's certain parts where he has to be like, we can't we can't do this the way the you Mongols do it. know how the samurai operate. They That's know they're, they're honor bound, and they know they're going to exploit it because they know well, if you're going to only be like that, you know you have to face this head on. Then we're going to. And so that's why that's the, why they're winning. So that's, that's why, why the Mongol, the Mongol, the uh, what's his name? Cobra. Uh, Co- it's not Cobra Khan. Kotal Khan. Co- he's one of the Khans. He's like this ghost. He's the expert. You know, he didn't say expert, but he's, he, we can't predict him. You know, and that's because he's not playing to the the samurai. Yeah, become the ghost. I think yeah. he's. I think he's. I think it's really cool that he goes from being the Mongol leader to the leader of Outworld. <laughs> 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 Uh, Cold Kong, get it, get it. Yeah. <laughs> Even making references. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, but that—that's where—that's where I think it takes a little precedence over Final Fantasy. And again, I think if I played um, as a kid growing up, Final Fantasy VII, mm-hmm. I think I, it's without a doubt, Mom, I've been button on, on the dot that it would be. Yeah. Okay. It's okay if you're wrong. So, <laughs> so, so let's do number one real quick. Clearly, me and Stevens is Final Fantasy VII, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, look for for the information on why that's our number one. Just go listen to our spoiler cast. There's literally like a one and a half hour version of us gushing about yeah. it. Um, so go listen to that. the The only thing I want to say is that I can completely understand people's criticisms of the game. Come, uh, I usually just give it a pass because it's uh, I wanted more no matter what. Yeah. Uh, but a lot of that stuff that's filler, like the like. A lot of those chapters in between the main events, the, tra- the ghost yard, like 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 the ghost yard, or the one where you turn on the lamps, or the one where you're going through the drum. I totally get it. As someone who's played through the game three times, I get it. <laughs> I understand it's not good design. It's bad. It's a problem. Um, but as someone who loves Final Fantasy VII, and I love hearing these characters interact with each other yeah, at exactly. every every possible second, and hearing the music, it didn't bother me at it's all. Amazing. I can understand how it would bother someone who is not obsessed with the game, such as myself. Um, did you have anything else you want to say about it? But I, I mean, if I'm being completely honest here, it was the nostalgia factor. It was I was a bias. I mean, there's no other way around it. I mean, I could look at Final Fantasy VII with all the flaws that it had, and still think of it as great as as greatly as I did because of that. And, and you know, I mean, maybe it's a little unfair, but this is my top five. <laughs> but, but, yeah. but in all seriousness. In all seriousness, though, 
it was a it was a great game. It was really well done. The soundtrack was just oh my god! I did not think that they could make that a soundtrack, soundtrack better than the Final Fantasy VII so original. Good. And then they came back, Jacob, Brandon. They came back and they made one that was even better. I mean, when when you when your spoilers, guys, full spoilers, just letting everybody know. When you face off against Sephiroth and it hits you with that one wing angel, bro, I got goosebumps. And that's not my game. Talking about like, like right from the get go, dude. You're just like, it's pretty good. Whoa, y'all, y'all have told me that. Y'all have told me about how he descends in the one wing angel place, and y'all have explained it to me. And I know the music, and I've heard it, and I'm, I'm trying to picture it in that old Polygon PlayStation One era. I'm like, okay, that'd be pretty cool as a kid. But then when it actually happened, when it actually happened, it punches you in the me, mouth. That's what it does. It's just I was like, like, hey, I'm Sephiroth. Well, you know what's really cool is not only did they, were they able to make old tracks, uh, I don't want to necessarily say better. Uh, some, in some cases, they did. Uh, they're, about they, music. they're able to reuse tracks I'm I'm that you don't... They played <laughs> tracks in this game that you didn't hear until way later in the game, but yeah. also they made brand new tracks, which mm. I think was incredible. Uh, Hip-hop Chocobo music is my jam. Yes. I think my favorite yes. track in the whole game is the... Uh, Rip them, I, I love that song. I love them all. Yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I couldn't even tell you which one was which one was best. I mean, look, this iteration of One Wing Angel, probably the best one out of all of them. Out of the many times that One Wing Angel has been done and redone, I think it's yeah. the best one. And then the Genova music when you fight the, the when you fight the Genova. That one really. That good. one was really good. And then, and then, oh man! Really, do you, look, do you remember that one track? Whenever you're going bass jumping off the, the platform, and you have Wedge on the front, mm-hmm. and yeah. Jesse and Biggs on the other one, yeah. and there's a song that just sounds like straight up Top Gun. It does. That? Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yep. pretty good. So great. It's just, good. That's the reason that's my number one. Like and I they said, they fleshed out those other characters you didn't need to flesh out. Exactly. Like, like you got to learn about Avalanche. Biggs and Wedge mm-hmm. and Jesse and Jesse's heartbreaking backstory. And it's just, you know, and, oh man, the amount of effort they put into justifying what Avalanche did. Because look, let me tell you something, Avalanche... Yeah, they retconned some stuff too. They and did, they, they, they did. some things. But like, uh, there was just so many life lessons I learned from that game. I mean, when Bar- when you're in the Shinra Corporation and Tifa's like, you know, wow, this is, uh, you know, I almost feel bad. Because, you know, these are people just trying to make ends meet. They're, they're regular people. And yeah. Barrett comes out, it's like, well, well, you know, good man that serves a great evil, evil is not a... Not, not that good of a person. He's got to understand that he's serving a great evil and he needs to break off from that evil master. Yeah. And it's just like... Hashtag Barrett's the best. Yes, he is. Hashtag Barrett's the best. I'll see you soon, Marlene. I wonder how, I wonder how they're going to do Sid. Oh. oh, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. I absolutely can't wait. I can't wait Sid to see how do. Sid Highwind. Yeah, he's going to Vincent. He's also, he's also like the old man of the group. So okay. He, he, he's the pilot. Spoil it. Just do it. Who is the cat, dude? Tell me you who tell you who Do you is? really want to know? Yes, who is Okay, it? spoiler alert for Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Huge spoilers, guys. You always explain what he Kate is. Sith, or... It's a little cat. Uh-huh. He rides on a big moogle. You meet him at the gold saucer, and you don't know it at the time. But he's being controlled by Reeve, who okay. is the one Shinra guy who wants to do right. You so, know that cutscene where he's like, we can't do this? Is yeah. Like, oh, right. He's the yeah, one yeah, guy who's like, guy. guys, what are we doing? We can't he, do this. He controls, he controls, he controls Kate Sith. And in, in the game, he starts off very treacherous. And by the end of the game, uh, that's why that's why he he's realizes like, no, what are you doing? he's realizing he's fighting for the wrong side. Yeah, but he's kind of like a double agent at that point. 
controls the little cat dude, like as in like as like an avatar. Right. Yeah, yeah, they don't really explain it. They don't really. They never explain it. Like, okay. like, we always just assumed he was a robot, but they say that the big Moogle's a robot. But Kate says like a magical thing. They never talk about it. <laughs> that's they a, never, hopefully, that's all getting fleshed out a little bit. Let's hope so. They never talk <laughs> yeah. about it. Same here, but, uh, uh, but yeah, that's basically. That's it's, all you need. Oh yep. man, so it gets better. It gets, yeah. it gets better. My game uh, of the year, Final Fantasy Remake. Yeah, so let's talk about Last of Us real quick. That was my number three. Oh, I think it'll be quick for me. That's your number one, right? It's my number two. It's my number one. So let's talk about it. We didn't get a chance to talk about it. Holy crap. Uh, let me start off by yeah, saying... Get, get, all, get all your cons out. Let me... Well, first I would like to preamble this discussion by saying that I played this back in, like, March? No. June. It came out June. A lot has gone on this year. And I cannot... This is not fresh for me at all. Mm-hmm. Um... But no matter how you look at it, whether you like it or you don't like it, you can't deny that it was a good story. Yes. It's a good narrative. Yes. Um, man, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, let's start with the narrative as a whole. Okay. When they first announced Last of Us 2, they even created fake scenes to make you think that Joel yes. was going to be in the game. If right. you didn't think Joel was going to die, then... I don't know what you're reading. I will say this, though. I had my suspicion in that very first trailer. I had my suspicion. So here's the here's one of my first complaints, is that whenever they said that they were going to make a last... Or whenever they finished Last of Us 1, they said, we're not making another one of these in, in, unless we feel like we have another great story to tell with these characters, which clearly they didn't because they, they killed one of them off. And I understand... I understand that that is following Ellie at this point, and how Joel affected her, and how she feels about the world around her. But I feel like this game was just going to be Abby, and they were not going to have Joel and Ellie, and maybe make a cameo appearance because they've almost completely ruined the character of Ellie to the point to where she's so uncharacteristically unchar- violent, which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But it's the back and forth, like the, I'm super bad, now I'm not. Now I'm super bad, now I'm not. And I'll explain that in a minute, because we're not going to go in like a full spoiler alert on it, like spoiler cast on it. Well, why not? Um, I think we just did. Like, I think you kind of no, no, I'm saying like we're, spoiled the I, biggest thing of that game. Well, I'm saying like we're not going to go in a full, like, minuscule detail because of the runtime. It'll be another two, oh, yeah, yeah. It'll be another two hours talking about it. Yeah. Um, but for the people who have played it, and understand uh, that have seen everything the thing like oh I came all this way now I'm gonna kill Abby goes to kill Abby doesn't kill Abby <laughs> like like the just the constant like I have a, I have a counter for that. I, so, I, do, I do too I have a, I have a counter for but that but like even this, the same thing with Abby could be said but I feel like Abby made more of a, a a transformation of someone who became obsessed with the revenge First, before Ellie even did, yeah, yeah. and um, I feel like she came with more of a transformation by the end of the game than Ellie did. Cause I feel like by the end of it, it was just like, well, poo poo on Ellie, uh, Abby, and uh, other dude, what's his name? Um, oh shoot, Mike no, Ezekiel. Come on, the guy. Uh, no, no, the, Asian the, dude, the, the, the little boy. The little boy. Z- uh, it was some kind of religious name he had. I can't remember. Is it Ezekiel? Uh, no, Ezekiel. I know what you're talking about. But anyway, um, the the um, God, why can't I the cult people. Name? Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, um, I feel like whispers? I feel like she came with more of a transformation. But um, like I said, I still think it's a good story. I think it was all performed phenomenally. Yeah, the acting um, was amazing. Acting was Everything amazing. Was absolutely. Um, and I don't care what anyone says. I don't like Abby, and I don't like Abby's friends. <laughs> I don't. 
care about them. I don't... They can die. <laughs> I don't... Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, was this guy... The Hispanic dude was his name? I yeah, can't. he's got a dad, and he's disabled, and he's just out there helping him. But he still spit on Joel, and I don't like him for that. So I'm glad he got shot in the eye. And literally, I don't like the... Uh, I don't like the constant... Like, in-your-face symbolism of literally an eye for an eye. So many people lost eyes in this game. Yeah. Oh, I never put that together. Like, everyone lost an eye. Um, um, it, you know, uh, what's his name? Uh, probably the worst written character, unfortunately. Uh, Jesse. Yeah, poor Jesse. He loses an eye. Mm-hmm. And, like, they were just so quick to just... He was he was one of my story arcs that was like, eh, I wish they would have done him better. Yeah, well, it was almost like he was unnecessary at that point because he's like, "Hey, I'm just here to be that helper that you need, uh, Ellie." Because your part of the story was written more poorly, <laughs> so like basically, like she needed a partner, right? Yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying. So like, narratively, um, Dina couldn't be with Ellie because she was pregnant. And she was sick, so it's yeah, like, okay, we're, we're going to this part where yeah. for the formula of this game is like. There's always portions where you're playing by yourself. There's always portions where you got a little partner. Yeah, with you. A partner. And it's like I feel like Jesse was written in there as this like, okay, well here's your partner. I feel like personally, I feel like this game would have been better if it was a story about Ellie, and you play as Ellie, and you play as um, I'm drawing a blank. Abby? No, no Abby. Um, Jesse? No. Tina, Joel, his brother. Oh, uh, Tommy, 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 Tommy. It would have been a better game if you played as, or a better story, not a better game, a better story if they would have played as Ellie and Tommy on that adventure with the reminiscing flashback scenes of Joel that way because that was the best part, right? Because yeah. all the, the flashbacks, you go back and you see Joel. That was incredible, even though I didn't want Joel to be dead, but that was the best part of Ellie's redemption arc, in my opinion, was the going back, seeing him play the guitar, going back, the, the spaceship part, which is probably the coolest part of the whole freaking game. Yeah, that was um, very cool. But they should have just made Abby the bad guy. They should have just made her the bad guy. I disagree. They should have just made I, dis- I completely I dis- disagree. I, I disagree. I, disagree. I, I, was with I you understand. I understand where you're coming from, but I disagree. Well, the more I think about it, I go back and forth because I'm probably, yeah. there's probably a point where I had the same mindset as you guys. And keep in mind, I haven't played this game in like I don't know nine months almost. Um, but I liked playing as Abby. I liked everything about it, and like I said, I liked I liked the redemption. But I would have enjoyed it more. If either you didn't play as Ellie or you, one of those two had to go, yeah, I don't know. It could have been either or. I understand. I didn't, I didn't even have to play as Ellie. You want to go or you want me to go? I got a lot to unpack, man. I because know, me really cool. let me last last complaint, last complaint. Okay. Because here's the, the topper on the whole thing is that the whole game, Tommy was was like the best character in my opinion. Yeah. Best supporting sure. character where he was like he's like you don't go I'm locking you in prison and you don't go he did everything to keep Ellie from doing this because he knew it was the wrong thing to do. He knew that revenge was wrong. Yeah. And it was going to result in more blood. He knew it. And so this whole time he, he was doing it he was like look this isn't for you you don't do this you don't do this you don't do this like you don't need to be consumed by the hate just let me do this is something I gotta do. And by the end of the game he's consumed by it. They made him consumed by it which I understand mm-hmm. I get it but like shot you in the face it was so it was it was to the point where like now he's bothering Ellie about it yeah. to the point where he's like uncharacteristically no. grumpy and totally ruined as I, a character. I will agree with you. He's the one story arc that I disagree with. That part, that was the part that really, like, cause, because that's the last part of the game, mm-hmm. like one of the last things you see, that was, I was like, 
I really like that's what really turned me off. It was a complete 180 of Tommy's character. Unfortunately, gameplay gameplay design wise, that's where it started to feel a little long and tooth too as well because you didn't know there's a whole other part of the game right there. So at that point, it soured that note for me. That point forward, Mm, so that's why I felt like you couldn't even enjoy the Rattlers and and, and the Abbey at the very end. I could. That's what poo pooed on it for me. Gotcha. But honestly, you guys could talk and yeah. probably sway my opinion yeah. right now anyway. Because, Here's the thing. Because I disagree. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I disagree with all of that. I even disagree with the Tommy art. Here's why. Let me tell you something. All right? Tommy's been through a lot. Okay? It's, he, it is absolutely traumatic to have witnessed what Tommy and Ellie witnessed. You know? It's just... It, it, very it, gruesome it, scene, by the way. Very, very, very <laughs> gruesome scene. Right? Now, I'm going to make some callbacks to do the, two different games. Red Dead Redemption and World of Warcraft. And here's why. What is Arthur Morgan's biggest catchphrase in Red Dead Redemption? Boy. Re- <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that's Revenge is a fool's game. Uh-oh. In World of Warcraft, there's a standoff between uh, Lorthamar Theron, the Blood Elf leader, and Jaina Proudmoore, where they're about to go at it in Pandarium. Mr. Pandarium. Terran Zoo, who's like the leader of the monks on Pandarium, uh, the Shadow Pan whatever they are, clan, I think, I don't know, uh, the Shadow Pan. Uh, he breaks up, breaks up the standoff where they're about to go at it. And he says, it is a cycle without end unless somebody decides to walk away. Okay? Every act of aggression triggers immediate reprisal. And every act of reprisal is seen as an act of aggression that requires immediate reprisal. It is a cycle without end. And The Last of Us absolutely knocked that out of the park. Because this is what happened on their little revenge tour. Abby started the revenge. I mean, so, so, so full full disclosure and spoilers, Abby's dad was the doctor oh, yeah, that the yeah. Fireflies... Spo- spoilers are moot at this point. <laughs> the spotter of the, of, the, of the Fireflies... He was the dude that was going to perform surgery on so He was going to cure the world. Theoretically. Theoretically. Theoretically, he had the ability to to cure the world. So everybody in he, the, he theoretically had the ability to maybe heal the world. But but it's a, but it's but we'll better than what they had before. But but see, here's the thing: we'll never know because that knowledge died with him. So any chance of that ever happening again is likely gone because all the research... You think this dude would have a notebook somewhere. You think he would, but apparently they didn't, which I'll admit is is a loophole in the story. But this is the thing. (laughs) This is the thing, okay? It it triggers this insane events that just turns to absolute bloodshed because Abby and them track down Joel. They kill Joel. That triggers Tommy and Ellie to go on their revenge tour. Ellie kills thousands of people to get to them. Not just the people involved with it, people who got in her way. Right. It, oftentimes, people who I would consider to be innocent. The girl with the PS Vita? What did she do to deserve to die? Well, the thing is that if that girl would have tur- with the PS Vita would have turned around slightly, she would have drew first. Anyway. Yeah, and that's that's true. She's and part, I'm not she was part of that militia. And I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. But, but, but that's the thing yeah. about revenge, though. You got to do it. You have to do this thing, otherwise it's gonna come if back. You don't draw first; you don't get to draw. Exactly, all. exactly. Wit. But 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 <laughs> and let's fast forward to the end. Let's fast forward to the very end where Ellie is about to kill Abby. Finally, get her chance for revenge. She'd have to kill a little boy because that little boy would have turned around and started the cycle all over again. And who's to say he wouldn't have got his chance with Ellie? Kill Ellie, and then triggers another the cycle again with Dina. I and mean, who's to say that doesn't keep going? Yeah. Who's to say he doesn't meet somebody else along the way who falls in love with him 
and then Dina kills him, and then she kills Dina, and then you just it keeps going. It keeps going, it keeps going, it keeps going. Ha- I'm with you on this one, but I have a different take. Now, with Tommy, I understand why Tommy broke character. Because somebody kills my brother, my family, either one of y'all, Brent, you go, you Brad. Go, you go kill him. I'm going to go kill him. I'm going to track them down and I'm going to make their life living hell just like that. Because that is a human response. And Tommy being all about that at the beginning and then no longer liking that at the end and wanting to be like, look, I found her. Let's go get it. He can't do it anymore. He's permanently disabled after what happened. After their little ta- tangle up with Abby. And let me tell you something. It was... Took a lot out of Abby to say, you know what, killed all my friends, but I'm gonna let y'all go. But not before I shoot you in the face first. Yeah, but not before I shoot y'all. <laughs> See, but that's the part that aggravates me. Is like it's all half measures. It's always half measures. But let me tell you something though. Um, it's always like, oh, you know what, I'm gonna let you go, but I'm gonna do this to you first. And then I I'm think, go. I think, but I think that like, was her that's, saying, that's, I'm giving you another chance. Take it. Don't come after me again. And Ellie wasn't going to. Ellie and Dina established this close So are you telling me that Abby is a better person than Ellie? And Nobody's a good person in this situation. Wait, 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 wait. But everything you just said about... So ultimately the person who would not come back and and knock this guy for knocking this guy would be the better person, right? Probably, yeah. So the last person to not go knock... In the, in the larger scheme of things. Now granted, Abby triggered... Abby did she, sort of she trigger it. But by she the did end sort of, of trigger it. But by the end of it, she was the one to not come back for Ellie. I mean, yeah, she bit her fingers off. She probably got the last laugh. But she's not... From from what we know... Now, Ellie also decided... Because there might be a last of us three. I don't know. Ellie also decided not to kill Abby. And that ended the cycle right then and there. But like, then, but then Abby, Ellie decided not to go back after Abby. But Abby decided not to go back after Ellie. So you tell me that they're both mutually just like, like uh, just like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going home. I'm hungry. Well, I got. I got well, so Ellie. So, so okay, okay. So Abby, Abby, Abby decided not to kill Ellie. But ultimately, I think Ellie's a better person in this situation because Ellie had every right to kill Abby after what she did to Joel. But when she decided, when she had the opportunity to do it, and she was about to do it, and she decided against doing it, that is when the cycle officially. But here's broke. how you know it was. It was in Ellie. Ellie liked it. She liked it because she could have just killed Abby. Like, she made her fight. She could have just been like, little boy, you. But see, All here's right, the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm gone. <laughs> if she'd have killed the little boy, she would have ended the cycle, but she would have walked away Lev. having Lev. Ah, that's her name. Lev. Lev. Thank you. That's his name. Lev. Having killed Lev would have made her a cold-blooded murderer. At that point, more so than she already is, though. Even more so than already. Even though she already killed PSP girl. Yes, because and and her dog. PSP girl was actually legitimately an enemy combatant. How how much can be undone with her decision? You know what I'm saying? Though that that, that's my thing is that I I agree I agree with you I really do but like I just feel like I'm gonna get to you, Jacob. Jacob, uh, let's just end it. Bye. But no, but like (laughs) no. But see, the thing is. I don't disagree with you, but I don't fully agree either. Yeah, it's 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 strange. It's just strange. It's 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 probably because the story is as real to real life as you can get because it's human nature. But I'm I'm looking for a story, man. (laughs) I'm not looking for like I don't want to think about how just real it would really be. I guess I don't know. I don't know. I'm just so confused. I never know what... Like, you can talk to me about this game next week. I'll probably have different feelings I mean, about it. I mean, look, I'll be completely honest let with Jacob you. Go, let Jacob go. Let Jacob go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to end it with one more thing. And I'll, let I'll, I'll be honest. And, and it's going to be... It's going to be... Beyonce had the best movie of all time. <laughs> I'm going to let you finish. 
Go ahead. But but in all seriousness, though, I think the reason why it got a lot of it got a lot of unfair criticism and a lot of undeserved praise because of I do agree with them. Blue. Be, undeserved praise because of, of things that were outside of their control. I think a lot of people were just like they're they're catering to a specific crowd and I don't like it. And then then the, all the critics, all the critics who liked that they catered to that crowd were like they're getting unfair criticism. I'm gonna give them all the praise in the world. I think that in and of itself kind of affected it. Sure. I agree. 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 I think I think it did not deserve the criticism that it got, but I also think that it did not earn all the praise that it got, and that's why it made number two in my list. Agree. I think I think I think the the biggest thing is it just it soured me on yeah. the beginning and the end. I, I think understand. it soured me with just some. Well, when you fall in love with a guy like Joel, and then Joel, and what happens to let, Joel happens. Let, let's Jacob go. Let's yeah. Jacob go. Let's Jacob. Jacob. This is all how this game touched me. Okay, are you gonna read the whole thing? No, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna sum it up pretty close. I know we're running a little long. So this thing. game, this yeah, this game had a, a had a and we we all we don't you've, you've all had the points and I, I I'm kind of <laughs> just elaborating on them. But, you know, this is a game about vengeance. First off, Naughty Dog came off the gate saying this is going to be a game about hate. First one was about love, Joel's love for losing his daughter, and he was like, "This is just a package. I'm going to deliver." And all this all this course, he falls not in love like as a romantic relationship. This is, he sees it as, as a little father daughter thing. This is a game about hate. But at the very end, the very end, there's a small slither of redemption. And I say all this, I think this game, when it came out, was the game that the, it just the timing, if you, if you bad read. Bad timing, definitely no, 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 bad timing. No, no, it no, it's bad timing, but if you read into it like the way I read into it, and you see, and I don't know if this is what Naughty Dog was trying to explain, but I think this is the game that the world needed, because at this point, we're in racial well, injustice. Yeah, like, why we gotta we're, be this way? We're in the yeah, yeah. This, like this is what this is what will come. Hate's gonna be got hate, right? And it, it never will end. The only way you kill hate, you kill hate with love. And there's a there's a sliver at the very end, and I'm gonna get to that. So the first thing is Naughty Dog, just like they always do, has so many humanizing moments in this game. Um, Ellie smelling that, that brought me to tears. The jacket, man. Yeah. When she smells when she smells Joel's jacket, and her nose goes red. I like. Yep. I had. I stopped. I had to. I was like. Mm-mm. I said nope. this as a joke, but there was a couple times where I had to like when, when, pause it. When that happened, I walked out. Moment. I mean, I felt I felt sick after the, the Joel thing. But after that happened, I, I walked to the other room. And I jokingly said, and I didn't know people really did this. Oh yeah. I I, I jokingly said to Haley, I said I'm returning this game. I said that as a joke. People really did that. Really. But do you remember the first week that Last of yeah. Us Two came out and people were like, oh, people, <laughs> people were like. I'm trying to return the so game. Sorry. People trying to return the game because Joel died in the first two hours. Jacob, you I didn't say you're upset about it. But <laughs> so don't yeah, Jacob. Jacob just tried to kick me. I was readjusting my pants. Uh, but like Ellie's, Ellie singing to- "Take on Me's Aha" to Dina. Freaking look, uh, the museum scene. The freaking museum scene between between Joel and Ellie. Yep. Mel and Owen's death scene. I have never in my freaking life. I've never felt had a game shake me to the core. Now let's understand this. It touched me because we all knew Mal was pregnant. We knew this before this, right? But Ellie didn't know. I mean, she rolls the belly. Did we know? I don't think we we knew. knew. Did we know? There's there's, there was all kinds of talk about it because there was Abby was talking. Because I think that caught me off guard. Maybe I missed something. They were telling like they were telling Abby like, "Hey, are you okay with this thing with Mal and her? Like, they saw she's pregnant." Yeah, we knew about. Okay, yeah. Ellie didn't know. Ellie didn't know, and we all knew. And when she rolls that belly, do you think that would have changed her mind though? Like, I, think so. I think it would have. I think it would have. I, I, think I it really do. Because she was, she was sick. Right maybe. now. Right after the SpongeBath scene, remember that? Yes. Yeah. In, in, at this moment, Lou is pregnant at this time when I'm playing. And so when she rolls the belly over, she get you know, the, you know, the screen shakes, you hear the music. They did everything audio perfectly. 
and she gets sick to her. I set the controller down. I was like, and Luke was like, "What's wrong, baby?" So I got to, I got to, I got to walk out. I can't. I can't uh, do this I've never felt more I guilty felt, about a I death felt, in a video game. I than felt that shook one right and there. I felt guilty too. But at the same time, you felt kind of good. No, I didn't feel good. <laughs> I didn't feel good about it. But Ellie told him not to attack her. She yeah, said, yeah, don't do no, it. No, no, she no, said, I'm, don't do it. She I'm did. Not, You're no, right. No, no, You're I'm, right. Not, I'm not excusing in, Mel. In Ellie's defense, she didn't know. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, I'm not excusing Mel. She could but, have been like, hey, this chick's fat. But that's you what know? I'm <laughs> saying, man. Like, the humanizing they do in this game is so phenomenal. Um, Definitely coming off of, like, a, you know, fantastical, like, sociopathic games like Grand Theft Auto. Where sure, yeah. Murder's sure. just, it just right, happens. Yeah. Because and they, they do a thing in the game for the first time because, yeah, Abby, for the first part, was a bad guy. And as soon as we go back into the stadium, we're running with the wolves. And they're like, hey, hanging out, get a burrito. There's the dog, petting the dog. And you're like, wait a minute, I just freaking murdered this dog. <laughs> it's like, hey, hey, bear. Oh, I just killed bear. So, oh, God. I said, I said it out loud. I said, naughty dog. Oh, man. You're not going to make me like Abby. I won't like her. And over that game, seeing her forgiveness path when she meets the little girl, and she—I don't know what Lev's older sister's <laughs> name was. Maybe I'm just a horrible person because no, no, no. I, I had the same mindset. I was like, I was like, I know this game. You're not gonna turn me. No, you're I, not doing it. And by the end of it, I was like, I, yeah, I mean, they turned she, me. she's they fine. Turned me. She's fine. But had something happened to her, I wouldn't have cared. You know, like they turned me. Yeah. Um. And I, I, I'll wrap the the, the 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 this the the, the narrative up with this is. This game is definitely about eye for an eye for vengeance. But you got to understand, if you, literally, if, you, literally if, you, if you guys remember this, and I wrote this down, I probably would never remember this. Every time Abby killed a member of the crew, or other than Mel, or anybody like this, there'd always be a flashback of Joel's face. Yep. Bloodied, beaten to a pulp, and it was, that was, it was like, right before she's about to do it, that, that scene would go, it, would, it was like, she's about to kill somebody, and that scene would flash. Then she goes, and she'd kill him because in her head it was hate. And it was satisfying hate. every time. Hate. And then mail happened. Hate. Hang on. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. Fast forward through all of this. She's she's willing to, to she they fight with Tommy. She's willing to, she had her battle, which that was the one, the one boss battle I freaking hated was the boss battle between Ellie and, and Abby in the middle. We had to see, yeah, that, that good, sucked. What it a was good not boss good. Battle. By the way, can we agree that Abby would win every time? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. She's, Abby's a beast. Absolutely. She's got the arms of a gorilla. Until the uh, end, when yeah. she lost them, because right. she was dying, she was starving. And we gotta understand, at this point, Abby had just came back from leaving the island with the uh, the Watchers or Whispers, whoever, and he had uh, just, she had just lost, she had just lost the two, she thought she lost Lev, or no, she still had Lev, but uh, she, the little girl, the sister had died. The sister died sacrificing herself, right? To uh, not really, not not intentionally. She just kind of ran out there. Was like, come on, let's go. Oh, okay. Anyway, there's a lot of characters that went that yeah. way, which Anyways, is kind of crummy. So she's already she's already getting that. She's like, I can't do this anymore. This is not worth it. That's why she lets Ellie go. So we fast forward all this. She's willing to lose Dina. She's she's seeing Joel's bloody face in her head, right before she's drowned. You got Abby. You're drowning her, right? And it's just let me do it. And there we we go to a cutscene, and it's the cutscene. Where she, you know, if we if we go back and track all throughout the, the backwards cutscenes, it was the, the the museum scene of them humanizing mm-hmm. together, and then eventually there's a scene where you find we finally get to see where Ellie has found out that Joel, the big thing at the very end of the first one, we're like, oh my god, he told her he lied to her, right? Mm-hmm. We tells find out, truth. tells the truth, and so we realize over the last two years, they had, or a year, they hadn't been talking because of that, yeah. and we go back to that one moment where where Ellie's like, I get what you did, Joel. And I understand you had to do it, but like I forgive you kind of thing. And she has that moment where she's like, "It's forgiveness," and then that's why she lets she lets Abby go. Because remember, if you every time you've killed somebody, it's been Joel's dead face. Mm-hmm. 
And this last scene, she she goes back. I, I mean, she's probably not going back to it in her memory because she's drowning someone holding her underwater. I don't know how quick you can go back to a memory while you're doing that. <laughs> but I guess like a life flash before right. your eyes or whatever. And she sees how she had to forgive Joel. And I was like, wow. That was that was what hit me. Like that was the story. I don't know if that's what they were trying to tell. And then we, of course, we go back, and then she goes back. And the last scene is her going back playing the guitar, and she realizes she can't play it, and she's she's that's lost. That's what revenge cost As, her. That's what her revenge cost her was, the, you know, the fingers that, and the guitar was the one thing she had of Joel. That was the she'll never be able to play it again. She yeah, and she's on so like, and that that's that is that whole. Actually, she still has his revolver. I'll have you know. <laughs> yeah. right, okay, and she's yeah. got his jacket. And see, she will be able to use that. If and she, she, she go back to his house again. Um, so, anyways, I know we're going long. Because that's the that's the narrative, and I just think that story it was beautifully done, man. I mean, I just I, like like I said, whether I preambled this entire thing by saying no matter what you think, it was yeah. well done. I really um, hate that people hated it though. Like I, I just I, I don't understand. I don't, it. I don't want you to think that I hate it. No, no, no. I'll get you. I get you. No, 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 no. I literally can flip flop on this. That's yeah. my number three and my number two was Ghost of Tsushima in this game. Honestly, you can toss a coin and I can tell you which one was which. Because if it wasn't for Final Fantasy VII, I'd, I'd have picked it as my number one. There was, but I just want to go into some key points for the reason they made it up on here. Be um, like audio visuals. I love like diving underwater. Oh wait, 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 cool. wait, 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 wait. Oh, I was gonna say we, we were all doing narrative just now. I was gonna say, can we all just agree the gameplay is absolutely fun? Phenomenal. The gameplay yes. is great. Look, yes. I was talking about. Um, there were some points uh, about, um, like when we saw stuff at E3. Remember, we saw it was a scene where you're running from the uh, scars, yeah. and she's like diving. She pulls the air out in real time. Like ah, that might be. And some of it was. Some it's, of it was a little scripted. It's a little done up for that. I went back and watched it after I played the game. Yeah. I was curious. It's a little done up for that demo, but it's essentially a mechanic like that she, you still do. Yeah, like the big guy comes out, and then in that E3, she throws him, and she topples over the thing, and I was like, mm, that looks a little scripted. Cause it, but it happens in the game. Like, there's certain parts, like in the trailer, for example, where she's shooting the bow and arrow, and it's like the animation's so fluid that it's clearly not the game. Because right. like in the game, you have to go through the actual set, repetitive, identical right. one. It, it, but she game. was just kind of like doing it like... yeah. Asymmetrically, yeah. Um, but, but but like this, just a little little small mini games where you had to throw the wire over the fence and having to play with that dynamic power up scene. Yeah, or, that was good. Or um, there was a scene where best stealth I've ever seen in a game, absolutely. apart from Metal Gear Solid Five. Absolutely. And then there's a scene where um, you're descending the tower as Abby. I know that was the one part where the mechanics really went. Bro, broke. that's scary. When she gets vertigo and stuff because she's afraid. Yeah, of and uh, you know all, all the the crusty uh, the clickers are coming out of the wall. There was a scene where there's you know if you look. The, the hollow part of that building is collapsed, so you can just look down and it's all falling apart. And uh, a clicker had ambushed me in one of those broken parts where you're kind of hopping and everything. Yeah. And she's doing like I was I was meleeing her, I think, and I uh, had the prompt to 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 like finish on melee. And instead, the finishing move, she just punts her because the game realized that the yeah. thing was on the edge. It wasn't That's a scripted incredible. scene. That's incredible. I could have had been against the wall and kicked it against the wall and finished it, but it knew that it was right there on the edge. And she it's just similar to how Red it. Dead kind of does it, yes. where it's like depending on where you get the kid. final kill. Because Right. Um, I also like the fact that Abby and Ellie, even though it wasn't by very much, they play kind of differently. Where yeah. Ellie, yes. depending on who you're playing as, the different yes. upgrades you're getting is a lot different Ellie's more stealth. Orders. Yeah. And Abby's and, more like, hey, I'm going to beat the crap out of In your face with her little and power their, And their power-ups were different, or upgrades were different. Yeah. The, Everything the, was very different. The way that they're released, like the order in which you get them. Yeah. Oh, my it's gosh. Like you're going to be more stealth-based with Ellie. And then last, can we, and Steve, you know, because the, the, the college scene number one, Right, and the Last of Us. Uh, not all went. 
How can we take that 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 scene and ramp it to eleven? Why don't we go to freaking Ground Zero in the hospital? Uh, yep. Oh my gosh. Yep. The Rat King. Yep. The, Rat King. the, the what? <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. How Abby is still alive to this day is beyond. Yeah. I, I can tell you why this isn't my game of the year because it didn't bring back the phenomenal multiplayer mode of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> you can end on that. That's fine. <laughs> no. I mean, do we even have to talk about how absolutely just ridiculously incredible the visual and mm-hmm. audio design oh my gosh. and the accessibility Go, options going to the workbench next level. going to the workbench and the k- k- just taking apart your gun putting things it together that was there was awesome. a there was a scene in there where you're doing that and you're doing the workbench that's not you can't do that in a video game wait a minute this is my this is my safe space that's supposed to be protected here what are you doing yeah so like that was really cool um I just feel like probably my biggest complaints I'm not talking about narrative just the way the design is it gets is, a little long uh, tooth in Seattle. I don't like the whole you may have missed a note so you're not yes. going to get the safe and yeah, yeah I know I you like can crack either. it by the clicks but who's going to know that going in unless you read the article on Kotaku about it I just figured, that's I just figured it out I figured it out my like, yeah. there's going to be the click, um, and I was like hmm, there's going to be uh, areas that you walk through a door and you can't turn around and yeah. go back you're like okay uh, there needs to be some kind of indicator that when you walk through a door that you can't turn around and go back because let's say you're still looking for a note for right. for a safe exactly. or something and then you walk through a door and you don't realize and you can't go back and that's something you missed and exactly. you may have just missed an achievement the, the, the you may have just missed an upgrade that's kind of the, that's kind of the tough the, thing with linear games that really super exactly and that's that's just something that Naughty Dog needs to figure out mm-hmm. I mean they are the masters of the the linear game but they got to figure something there's, out because that's that's frustrating and it's not just the idea of I know how you are. The game tells you to go right, you go left. Mm-hmm. I know how you are, but you want you want to check every little crack, and you're like, wait a minute, I may have missed something back there. I don't mm-hmm. know. And you don't know until you hit that door. They just need to have some kind of, like, like Ellie be like, hmm, man, maybe I should go back and look. Just some kind of... Any, yeah, any audio kind of clue. Cute, yeah, absolutely. Uh, great. I just want to go back and look at this. You know, it's, like yeah, it's just a bad problem with those linear games and for some people say like oh yeah well the cutscenes last forever if that if you look if you're not wanting to watch a movie while you're playing this game you're playing the wrong game yep. that's just all I can Absolutely. say exactly. um, it's, it's an interactive experience I mean that's really what I still think it's a, it's a solid 9 out of 10 no, no, yeah, I, I don't think it's perfect I think there's yeah. certain things well, that, very little games perfect you know? I, I, th- I think there's certain <laughs> things that it could improve on um but I think it's an incredible game. Yes. It's absolutely incredible. It deserves all the praise it's got. And maybe maybe not win as many awards as yeah, it did. Yeah, I agree. I with think that. it's still. I mean, game of the year. Sure, sure. I'll, I'd give it that. I mean, mm-hmm. like Steve said, I didn't. If I wanted to play Final Fantasy VII, it was either this or Ghost, one of the two. Yeah. And honestly, both those games I enjoyed just as much narratively. Even though I somewhat disagree with some of the things that are in that game, I still think it was more involved and more intense and just about. I don't want to say better in every way possible, but with Ghost of Tsushima, it was just kind of like, this is this is it, you know? Like, you get like, a, yeah, you know, it, it's kind of bottlenecks you into it, and you, you get a little choice. It gets end. a little predictable, you know. And it's like, it sat with me and it resonated with me, and this, I still think about this game. Yes, I'm just like you guys. I'm, you guys could probably talk to me for another three hours, and I could probably be like, okay, yeah, I agree with you, mm-hmm. and and actually mean it. It's just when I stew, I, I stew in this game all the time. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been stewing this game and since June. That is that is why it sits with me as number one because they the, the mechanical thing we thought that they were hyping up and overscripting in E3 they delivered. It was the combat was great, the stealth was but great. Here, here's a theoretical question. I mean to cut you off. Sure, sure. Theoretical question: If we didn't play as Joel and we didn't know about Joel, would the human part of us be like, 
Yeah, screw that guy. <laughs> you know, well, let's be honest. Joel, he's dick. <laughs> like, yeah. but that's 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 what plays so great to you. Like, Abby's a bad wolf. You killed my guy. You killed Joel. You killed him. You, you Joel's sacred. We can't touch him. We're still murder those people. But then you go realize that like to, to, to Abby, he's just some douche. Yeah. Put a golf club to his face. Screw that guy. Somebody killed my dad. I'd want to put yeah, a golf club right. to So that's what... I'm not going to tell you why I'd put the golf club. But, 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 but what I'm trying to say it is... It wouldn't like, be fun for them. If this game didn't have the benefit of piggybacking off the fact that we played as Joel and heard all the first story one. in the first No, one, this had been number one. Then we would just be like, well, yeah. okay. If this had been number one, this would not have been the same. Game. I think the most important lesson that this game is trying to teach us, apart from the eye for the eye thing, sure. is that... We're all humans, and you should never assume that someone's just a blank slate before you you yes. pass judgment on Bingo. them. I think that's what everyone that's, that no other. If you miss that, if you miss that lesson, no matter how you feel about the story, whether you're pissed about Joel or you're not, I feel like then you just totally missed. That's that. why that's I said this is game. the this game. If you read that message and you interpret it, whether you liked it or not. Is what this the world needed, or at least our yeah, country I mean, needed. In all honesty, in again, all honesty if you think fine. about it, because our country is in, wasn't in, or still yeah, is exactly. in turmoil. Yeah. Yeah, 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 if you yeah. think about it, though, it's bad. Had had <laughs> Abby had Abby maybe <laughs> mentioned something, something along the lines of like, you know, you remember the you remember the doctor in the emergency room? That was my father. You know, that would have changed. Maybe Tommy and Joel. Joel would have been like, oh man, I right. really screwed up. You know, and maybe Joel would have been like, I understand, and Tommy, well, you know, it'd be hard for Tommy to get, but Tommy would be like, you know, Joel died because he killed his dad. Also, how cool was it whenever you're like, man, this, this sniper. You remember that part whenever Tommy shot oh, at That was in one of my memorable scenes. Oh, God, I like yeah. started hating Tommy. I was like, Tommy, what, stop. Well, do you remember when you're just like, man, who, like, you, like, if you were paying attention, you know it was Tommy. You're like, man, this guy's got me pinned. This guy is good. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit, that's Tommy. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but no, I really think, I, I just honestly think I, what I wanted the most was I wanted them to not do the Tommy thing. I feel like they could have done that better. I fully agree with you. I think I would have enjoyed playing as Tommy, too. I think that would have been cool. That would have been very um, cool. Maybe get some more background on, um, on his character as well. But, no, uh, I didn't mean to come off like super negative. No, you're there. fine. No, I, I told you. I told you. Hey, do, you, do, you, do your cons I, first. Uh, I, it's like I said. I'm, I am so back and forth. And really, honestly, at this point, whenever we go back and we say, hey, Brian, what was your number two last year? Just go ahead and put number two and number three just both as Ghosts and uh, Last of Us because they're just – they're both just right there. Mm-hmm. I can – I can say that for the depends last on, Depends on what mood I'm in. I mean, right? yeah. I don't know. It's a good year. It really, it really was. was. If you it's look it back, it was, it was pretty dang good. Oh, wait. Our top tens uh, real quick. Yeah. Uh, does anyone have their top ten? Actually, I don't even have a top ten. I I've got I one. Play 10 games. So I've got um, number. Uh, I'll, I'll start from the bottom. Let's see. Hang on. One six. Seven, number eight. Number okay, eight. I have mine Go pulled ahead. up, sure. but in no specific order. Um, let's say Animal Crossing's in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say either. Streets of Rage Four's in there. Oh, played that game. That it's a lot of fun. Yeah. Uh, I did play Battletoads this year. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, I played Mafia Definitive Edition. I thought that was pretty good. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. I enjoyed that game. You enjoyed it? Yeah, I see. I, I, it. I see only. I uh, platinumed it. It was really good. Question. Sure. What was your biggest disappointment this year? Minecraft uh, Dungeons. Uh, uh, yeah, probably. Mine was Resident Evil 3 Remake. 
Ooh, oh, that's a good one. I forgot you played. You see, that's a, see what was disappointing about it short. wasn't that it was a bad game. It was a great game. Short. It was so short. It was short. five hours. Yeah, when you like five hours, like oh, bro. Jeez, uh -uh. That's I finished it that weekend. Like Especially I played it. I streamed it. I streamed it Friday, Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday, and I finished it on Saturday. Yeah, I went over to Steven's house. I got on Steam. I think it was on Steam. I was scrolling through his games, and it said Resident Evil Three five hours played, and I was like, Jesus Christ. And I beat it. Cut, I beat cut it. scenes included. You cut probably only. Included. Played about three hours. That's, that's it's just it was way too short. Especially coming off of uh, Resident Evil Two, man, that game number six. Game that, that's right? what that's what was so disappointing about it. Resident Evil Two was so great, you know. Resident Evil Two was so great, and then Resident Evil Three comes on, and and it had the potential to be as good as Resident Evil Two, but then it just it was so short. It's like um, it's like a like it's like a filet mignon. It's the best cut of meat, but it's so small in comparison to like a ribeye. Yeah, yeah. you'd rather have the ribeye. You'd rather have the ribeye because sure. you, you, you get more you get more food. You get more food. Yeah. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Uh, Pokemon. They they're the expansions, the Isle of Armor and Crown Tundra. Crown oh, Tundra is really good. I'm so close to getting those. Isle of Armor is okay. It's an open world. It's just yeah. go out and do it. Yeah. Crown, Tundra, Crown Tundra's got a little more linear path. It's a little better. Tony Hawk's Pro every legendary Pokemon ever. Mm. Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Uh, and then I did, I put Phasmophobia on here because I did get to actually touch it a little bit at your house, but not enough to really rate it. Yo, and gotta you might have hated it, but it was silly fun. And Steve, you, 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 you probably forgot about this one. Fall Guys. Fall Guys. Yeah. Yeah, Fall Guys what happened to that game? Jeez. It's knockout. It's still playable. I'll I mean, tell you what happened to that game. Oh, Among Us came, and, uh, got popular. Yeah, and speaking of exactly it, even though it's a tech demo, you were trying to play after the end. Yes, please. Uh, oh, please. Astro's Playground, that game is really I wanna good. Play, I want to play that so bad. Yeah. We'll see it in just a second. So, um, I gotta see what Julie's doing because I might have to go. Uh, I was gonna say uh, one thing I wanted to do. I know we didn't have a lot of prep time for this, uh, especially me. Um, but one thing I always like to do. I, I want to one day go get like the top news stories, both like the best news stories and the worst news stories of this year, and talk about them because it'll oh. be fun. Um, like, Not like worst like cool. stories, bad like, like, like top like, number news. one worst news story would be like Cyberpunk. But anyway, that was, that's the show. Woo! It's a long one. Twenty twenty. It, it, it doesn't help because we didn't get to do a spoiler cast on Last of Us. If we did, we probably could have just been like, "Hey, this would be a lot shorter." Re refer to that spoiler cast, right? Um, yeah, I made. That's what I'm saying. I made that whole list for it, and we just stuff fell through. I really want to start streaming again. Man, just I know. Do it. I just, I, I, hey, uh, no, game of the year, Sephiroth and Smash. All right, let's go play. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> like, like I want to, I want to, I want to stream us all playing Sephiroth and getting my. Wow, our... isn't that incredible? It is so incredible. I can't get over it. Talk about that. Okay, I didn't think we we're gonna get anything else. I want to get our first impressions of Sephiroth on stream. I want to play some WoW and get our impressions. Oh, we got Minecraft Steve too, though. Man, I don't really care about him, bro. <laughs> get out! Get out! Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, no. Uh, I would like to say that we were watching the game awards, and my brother Brent was on the, on the chat, not drunk, he was completely not sober. under the influence of any substances. He goes, he goes and we, I said, "Hey, everybody, who do you think's gonna be before we get the, the smash announcement?" And Brent said, "It's gonna be Sephiroth." Brent, and that was it. That's here's what's the, gonna here's be. the funny thing about that: Brent was also firing off a bunch of random, like no, not no chance, like stupid answers at first, and he goes Sephiroth, and then. And then we're just well, like, he's, oh, he said, I forget who he said, but he's like, I was like, no, but seriously, bring who you think? He's like, oh, Sephiroth. Sephiroth. And then it happened. And then, and then they cut, get, uh, was it Gal what's his name? Galeem. Galeem in half. Cut Galeem in half, and then, then it just splits apart, and then it hits, and then it just lost it. The one-winged angel plays before you see him. And I was like, dun, dun, and I was like dun. no way. Did you see it? Did you see that? No. Have you gone right. back and watched people's reactions to that? Yeah. Some it's, it's funny because it's so disappointing because the musical play, and some people are just like, who is that? 
But anyway, we're running along. We gotta go. Uh, happy holidays. Thanks yeah, for listening. Merry Christmas, guys. Uh, let us know if you agree or disagree with our Game of the Years, and tell us what yours are. Uh, send us an email or something. We'll you're welcome to disagree, but you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, dude. See you later. I'm Brandon. I'm Jacob. I'm Steve. Bye. Bye.